0: Welcome to Flower Film Country. I'm Isaac Sims.
1: I'm Olivia Clement.
0: Live dog, we're doing it the 95th Academy Awards. How you feeling?
1: You know, I'm feeling I'm feeling light, I'm feeling loose. I'm I'm excited to talk about the 95th Academy Awards.
0: I'm feeling everything everywhere all at once, such a all range of once. emotions.
1: You know, it feels really quiet on the western front for me.
0: Yep. There's definitely, there's going to be some women talking on this podcast.
1: And I think we're going to end up being the top gun.
0: Can you relax your triangle of sadness, please?
1: <laughs> that sounded really weird. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I can't wait. I, I want to ask y'all about a uh, triangle of sadness. Um, This, this was a really big year for the Academy Awards. I want to introduce our guests here in a second, but I just want to take a moment because we have covered the Oscars twice uh since we have started this podcast this year is particularly important because of who won best picture and who swept uh everything everywhere all at once um in the daniels but but also it is important to us even though we cover uh movies and tv set in places off forgotten by hollywood the academy awards are very important because it's a culmination of awards season and kind of just like kind of like a um uh, a bookmark or a um, a, a, snapshot of where Hollywood is right now. And I would say that it's we're in a really good place. We're in a really interesting place. So it makes for a lot of great discussion. So we're joined again by Shelby Lingo and Colin Lingo. Welcome back, Ooh. guys. Citizen Staff Picks.
2: Hello. It's been too Happy. long
0: since Fantastic Mr. Fox.
2: I know. Happy to be back. Thanks for inviting us.
0: Yeah, coming one. back. We're huge fans. Happy to be a part of it anytime. I just have one question: what What the cuss were you guys uh, <laughs> snacking on last night during the Academy Awards?
2: Oh, oh I, made, uh, I made I made bread for the first time with like the, like a peppers and eggplant on top, and it mm-hmm. was way way too spicy. it was <laughs> oh. it was pretty good though. Other than that,
3: yeah, I, I like, about- did make anything, but gladly ate most of what shelby made i ate probably arguably
0: too much of nice. that focaccia <laughs> pizza well, was it don't... a were you were you like crying was it really was it that spicy or was it just too spicy for shelby i
3: had like a little nose running you know i okay. wasn't yeah, crying yeah. but like felt cleared up you know <laughs> you mouth hurt a little but um so yeah not an emergency but definitely not ignorable nice
2: <laughs> I've been cooking with serrano sorry. peppers lately, and they're really tall, mm-hmm. but they're small. But they like are really powerful, and I Oh playing. yeah, yeah. So Did you follow much. the
0: recipe, or what? Did you add a little bit too much?
2: It said serrano pepper optional, so I did one, and I guess I should have. I don't know. This is like the second time in the last two weeks I've done this, so because nice. <laughs> I have a <laughs> bunch of serrano peppers in the fridge, so we'll see nice. if I ever learn. But sorry, what did you guys eat?
0: Live dog.
1: So I went, I watched this with my parents last night and my mom made homemade popcorn. So oh, on yeah. the stovetop, like back yep. in the olden days, and it was delicious. Oh, yeah. So that is what I snacked on. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that was technically my dinner last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really healthy adult. Hey, there's a lot of fiber in
3: that. That's good. It's yeah. a,
0: a grain, dude. You're good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that was that was my snack of choice. I dog.
0: I went to see August Burns Red while the Academy <laughs> Awards oh, yeah. were airing and I had a great time with a couple friends. I didn't have anything spoiled for me. I turned off like notifications my my friend Brett and I shout out Brett um drove home. I he 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 had parked at my house. I walked inside, I talked to Jess, turned on the academy awards fast forwarded through commercials and got to like experience it all kind of live so awesome. um but i was snacking That's on nice. swedish fish oh Ooh. yeah dude a top
3: tier candy for sure mm-hmm. i
2: appreciated candy mm-hmm. yeah i just am so impressed that you didn't get anything spoiled for you me too i
4: yeah. so
0: so i have a uh, a local um little rock it's krk4 and they'll they'll send notifications like like traffic blocking I 30 It's mainly for traffic. Like if I need to get home a certain way. Um, but I remembered, I thought I had to like turn it off because I knew that they wouldn't, they would at least send best picture. Um, if not like best actor or actress. So mm-hmm.
4: smart. glad I did but, that.
0: So, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought the way we could do this is like, just run through all the categories and then make this very free flowing, but our structure could be, the categories kind of like as we have it in our document and then just talk about like the the way the uh night shook out with mm-hmm. uh kimmel hosting and like the the repeat jokes and like what worked and what didn't work does that sound good to you guys
2: great yeah let's definitely. do it
0: sweet um short documentary this is kind of listed in terms of not importance but i, I would say like broad interest uh mm-hmm. as far as categories go so, short documentary. Um, also, I was going to mention the we have in here the big picture, a podcast that we uh, do. You guys listen to the big picture?
1: You're the uh-uh. only one who listens okay,
0: to I'm it. Okay, I'm the only one. Okay, they, uh, it's a podcast of the Ringer Network. Um, they do really great coverage of kind of the goings on in Hollywood in awards yeah. season. And I have in here just what they predicted because that because uh, it's kind of like a good benchmark. I thought so. The big picture huh. predicted Elephant Whispers um Colin Shelby what did you guys predict and did you get did you guys get to watch a short documentary and short film
2: yeah we did uh there's a movie theater down the street from us in Portland Oregon it's called Cinema 21 and they showed all of them so we did the whole weekend watching them that is um awesome. so I did not pick the elephant one um I picked oh gosh hang on I am to look to remember what it was called what did I even put oh yeah um I put, how do you measure a year? Cause I was just weeping through that one. You know, the guy interviewing his daughter and, um, I, I fell asleep, uh, during the elephant one. <laughs>
4: <Nice>. <laughs> literally,
2: <Nice. laughs> literally, I feel so bad, but I, I remember, uh, I was so like warm in there and, uh, I, I felt I, I saw them show like the carcass of the elephant. Sorry, everybody spoiler. And then I, I, like, conked out. <laughs> oh,
3: nice. Spoiler alert, the elephant dies. <laughs>
2: wow. <laughs> <A> Dang. <laughs> it's crazy. You uh, get better no.
1: whisperers for those elephants. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: know. <laughs> anyway.
3: Um, did you guys get a chance to see the shorts as well?
0: I did no. not. Uh, Olivia, did, did you, not? you get to see any?
1: No. The Oklahoma City museum of art did like uh i think show i think showed all the shorts um the short docs and then also i think the short films on like a couple different weekends but i wasn't i don't know what i had going on i think i had something going on those weekends and so i wasn't able to go um so i didn't i didn't put a guess for those for a couple of these categories we're going to talk about it first um so
2: they're kind of hard to see. Like, we don't always mm-hmm. see the shorts, the shorts sure. every year. This this year it just worked out. But it's kind of hard because most places just show them on one weekend. Yep. You mm-hmm. have to be free. So, um, but I will say, okay, since you guys didn't see the elephant one, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like, I feel like with the shorts, I'm like always more inclined to go with like the more low budget one uh, mm-hmm. because I like feel like it has more like kind of heart behind sure. it. Sure. Um, But anyway, so how do I how do you measure a year? Do you guys know what that's about?
1: I watching the watching it last night, it seems like it was about like a dad and a daughter, but I wasn't able to really like figure out what exactly it was about.
2: I think from starting when she was two or three years old, he interviewed her on her birthday every year. Uh, and Aww. ask her the same questions every year. So Isaac, maybe an idea Yeah, Isaac's you. going oh. down, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, man.
0: Uh, so, you're not ready, dude. Like, that would have destroyed even,
2: me. He asks her things like, uh, uh, you know, what do you think about your relationship with me? And sometimes she says, like, when she's four, she's like, I like being together. Aww. And then when she's 14, she's like, oh, she's so Get mad. Away she's from so me. mad at him. <laughs> but, um, yeah. She, re- he asks really her
3: one that's really cool. That he he repeats one question pretty much every year. That's uh, like, "What is power?" Uh, mm. Which was wow. really cool to watch. Like, like when she's one, she's like, "I." She literally goes like, "I don't, I don't even know what that is." Like, "What are you talking well, about?" She, right?
2: she didn't say that because she was no. One, she said, but- <laughs> "She said,
3: listen, Dad, I don't, <laughs> don't understand the grammar or syntax of what you've just
4: asked <laughs> me." That's what she said
3: verbatim. Mm-hmm. Uh, verbatim. No, when she's but when, she, when she's little, she's like, "I don't know what you mean," and then uh you know he kind of explains like like power like strength you know and then by the end of it it's really cool to watch that answer kind of evolve you know Mm. and then you hear it from a i guess an 18 year old like young woman is answering that question so it's really cool um it's also cool to like watch her interests change Mm. and like her personality man there was okay so you were talking about earlier you were talking about jess exclaiming during a movie uh, there is a he moment goes, in uh, "How Do You Measure a Year" where she's fourteen. First of all, she's wearing all black. Like as soon as they hit classic. fourteen, she's all black. And uh, he says, um, he says something to her about what's your, what's the most blah blah blah. And she answers it in like one word.
2: She goes, and then sleeping, he goes sleeping. What sleeping. sleep? She what's can- your
3: most? What's you? What's the? What
2: thing do you, you enjoy doing most?
3: most? Yeah, and she says. Sleeping, and he goes, "Okay, anything else?" And she goes, "You said most. That means one." And I literally, <laughs> out loud in the theater, was like, "Oh, oh all right." <laughs> so we're That's trying so to good. Fight with Dad, got it. Yeah, Dude, it's hilarious. It's like <laughs> it's so heartwarming. It's so funny. It's so relatable. Like if and and I think I'm I'm just guessing. I think she's, I mean, she's roughly, is she our age or did it? Is this the 18th year of her life? I feel like she was kind of our age.
2: I think she was born in like 2000.
3: Okay. So
2: yeah. younger, younger than us.
3: Younger than us by, yeah. by a bit. But anyway, um, it's great. My pick for documentary short was a uh, haul out. And I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I think that's it. Um, it's this guy who he's a, he's a, Marie, I almost like don't want to talk about it because it's kind of cool that they don't they don't say anything about what it is you're just watching and then at the very end they kind of talk about the significance of what you saw and then you go like oh my gosh got it mm. okay that's why this is also important um cinematically unbelievable cannot I can't and I mean that like I cannot believe it's a documentary it felt there were a couple of moments where I was like this has to be staged. This cannot be real. And so I mm-hmm. was kind of turned off. And then at the end, when they explain kind of how long the photographers were in that situation with the main character, you go, Oh, okay. There's some repetition to his life. Yeah. They could probably kind of know what he's going to do and get multiple shots, splice it together. And you're watching one experience. It's really, really good. Uh, cool. and it's relatively short. I like when the shorts are short, mm-hmm. uh, I had a journalism professor uh, tell me once that like the, you know, like good writers can write a whole book. uh, Great writers can write a short story and then the best writers can write poetry because you just get shorter and shorter and and Mm -hmm. more brief every time. And you can, whatever you can say in the fewest words, like that's some, it's like concentrated juice, right? It's just a lot stronger. Right. And there's less of it. So I like when they're short and powerful. And that's why I didn't love the elephant whisperer. It was a little bit long, a little bit too long. A little too long. That's my take on that. I'm gonna not talk too much about that one because I am gonna oh. go off on animated shorts. <laughs> okay. I know. Sweet.
2: We're like very opinionated opinionated about the shorts, but we'll try to keep it not. Well, that's them. a that's Talking a big forever. blind spot
0: for me. And yeah. I'm kind of embarrassed to admit I, that off the top. Uh I but, want
1: you guys to be opinionated on yes. those things. <laughs>
0: okay. Let's go to let's go to live action. So the big picture, um the big picture predicted that uh I'm uh, I'm assuming this is French. Le, le, pu, pupil, or
3: yeah, Le
2: pupille like a pupil, like a pupil. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, pupil.
0: It's so, a,
3: about uh, it's Disney, I think, and it's about um an orphanage in Italy, way way back in the day, and it's Christmas, and it's honestly, it was one of those moments where I'm sitting in the theater and everyone in the theater is like cracking up and I'm looking around like did I did what just happen I don't get it. I uh it was really pretty. It was really there were moments that were very cute and very funny. Um and did it's you wholesome say that it was
2: did you already say it was Disney? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes yeah. Oh, okay Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Wh- wholesome really it, there were moments that were pretty funny. Um but I felt like overall not great. I mean, Natural. it was good, but it just wasn't my favorite. Um, was it?
0: Think- yeah. So the live action, I'd, from what I could tell, it looked just kind of eccentric.
3: Yeah, it was like it was like. Um, you ever watch something? And you're like, oh, I think they won an Oscar. You know, like yeah. it just kind of feels like they they wanted it yes. too bad or something. Yeah, uh, I thought they were gonna win because Disney's hard to beat, right? Mm-hmm. And and because the crowd reaction that I, when when I saw it, everyone ate it up. So I thought for sure that's going to be the winner. In fact, I think I put that on my ballot. Yeah. What won instead was Irish Goodbye, which was really, really good. And I was very surprised that it won. Um, but I, Shelby, what did you pick for that?
2: Um, I I put that uh, Le Poupelle was going to win too, but it wasn't my favorite. I just what really thought favorite? they would. My favorite was uh, Evolu, which is a story uh, about uh, – um, uh, these girls who live like maybe on a um lived on an island. I don't know which one, and it was kind of a story about um like um, domestic abuse, hmm. and it's like about little girls. It was beautiful. Uh, but I think okay. So there's this quote from The Office, and it's when Jim and Dwight are talking. Uh, revealing like a christmas tree that they picked and it has like the sheet over it Do you guys remember that and they yes. won't quit they won't quit talking about it and meredith is like uh hey why don't we talk more about it instead of doing it and um, <laughs> that's how i felt that's how i felt about the um the pupil one because it was like so much of the short film was them saying uh hey this is a short film and like we're gonna tell you a story. Like they were like, we're telling you the story. Oh, we're tell we're gonna tell you a story, we're telling you a story, and we just told you a story. Yeah. Kind of like That's weird. Got it. But there were to me, um, none of them really jumped out. Like I had to really think about what I liked the most because um they were all kind of like the same caliber of good except for the Disney one I didn't like. But gotcha. anyway. Definitely gotcha. worth a watch for everybody who hasn't who hasn't seen them.
0: Gotcha. Um, yes. Okay. So Olivia, you did not see any of the, uh, short film live actions, right?
1: I did not see a single short. I feel here's my, I'm going to go on a little tangent. This is, I think this is one of the reasons why people, especially like who live in flyover country have a hard time with Hollywood and the Oscars and all really awards in general, but specifically like the Oscars, right? Cause we do talk about shorts. But, like, those aren't accessible, really. I think The Elephant Whispers is on Netflix right now, which is great. But most of the time, these types of movies aren't accessible to people. So it's like, why should we care? And they tell really compelling stories. Like, you guys talked about, um, you know, how do you measure a year? Or, yeah, how do you measure a year? That seems like such a sweet and sincere and relatable story that I think that most, most anyone anywhere could experience all at once. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
4: (laughs) But relate
1: to and enjoy and appreciate that. Right. Like, cause we all have our own relationships with our parents. We all, we just have relationships. And so, so knowing like, reflecting on our own childhoods and like where we were at that point and then how we acted towards our parents. And as we grow up and become adults and we either have kids or see our friends have kids. Um, I I just, you know, that's really sweet and I, I'd love to watch it, but like how in the world am I supposed to watch that? You know? And so yep. that's, that'll be the end of my tangent, but, but no, sorry to answer your question. No, I did not see any of the shorts.
3: I I totally agree. And when we went and saw the short, because so anytime Shelby and I have ever gone to see the shorts, it's always like we have to wait until they have already announced the winners Mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, the the nominees. We have to go see them in like a you pay like to go see basically a movie, but it's all of the nominees back to back to back. Mm -hmm. And that can it's awesome. I love doing it. But it can be kind of exhausting by the end of that. You're like, oh, my gosh, how long is this last one, right? Right. So I I remember we left the theater shelves and I was saying to you, I was like, why don't they show these before movies? Like, why? Like, you know, like in like Pixar movies, they'll have a short. Why don't theaters have access or maybe they do have access and they just don't care to do this or maybe it would cost too much money or something. But it seems like a really cool thing that theaters could be able to do where they curate good uh, shorts and then show them ahead of a slightly relatable, you know, movie or, Mm -hmm. or thematically similar movie, right? You've got, how do you measure a year? You could run that before everything everywhere all at once. It's a story about parents and daughters Mm -hmm. and growing up and, you know, so like there are linkages between these really condensed stories and then these huge, you know, full length movies. And I think that, you know, if you had the, the, the power, the labor, uh, and the ability, you could match those up and run them together. I'd show up earlier to the theater to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think it'd be like an opening act to a concert. I'm with, I'm with Olivia. There should be more access to these.
0: That's a really great thought. And I haven't really thought about that before. So y'all are smart.
2: We're just desperate to be able to see more movies. Yes. Yeah, hey, Please. Anything
0: I can log <laughs> <Please>. on Letterboxd. <laughs> right.
2: Well, and I I think, yeah,
1: Colin, that's a great idea if they did that. Because that's how I saw all those shorts as a kid for, mm-hmm. because Pixar movies, right? Like, uh-huh. they'd play the little short, and it was always, like, either really sweet or really funny or both, typically. Um, and I know that, like, way back in the day – This is like, honestly, this is how like animation really got started is because they would play shorts before films and and the shorts were typically for adults anyway. They weren't necessarily for kids, Um, but they would do little shorts. And and that's how, I mean, that's how Disney got started actually Mm -hmm. was because of shorts. And so all I'm saying is that's a great idea. Colin, you should call the movie theaters, (laughs) (laughs) all of them.
2: We'll just open our own. Let's just make our
0: own. They Honestly. We bought a movie theater.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Also we-
0: starring Matt Damon.
4: Yeah.
2: Also starring <laughs> Matt
0: Damon. <laughs> um, short film animated. The Sorry. again, this is guys, this is the final category where I did not watch any of them, so we're almost through it. Um the big picture predicted the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, and that is what won. Um the animation looked incredible i really want to watch it i think it's on disney apple
2: is it's it on apple, apple? okay yeah. Apple Plus, mm-hmm. yeah okay i yeah. maybe
0: i'll help maybe i'll watch it tonight animation was yeah, incredible animation was you should, great
2: you should watch it if you can't go to sleep and you need to go to sleep
3: okay <laughs> so animation was great wholesomeness of like an old episode of winnie the pooh um I do not want to... So I don't know how much I'm supposed to weigh in on this because I don't want to influence your viewing. Sure. But um, there were... So animated... that The animated shorts... Most stacked list of nominees all night. I mean, yeah. They were all so
2: good. Every
3: one of them a banger. And the fact that the one that won was my least favorite is not because it was bad. Yeah. It was really good, yeah. but it was my least favorite. Sure. There was one, and this I told you I was gonna launch on this topic. There was one called The Ice Merchants. It is so good. I can't I cannot begin to talk about how good it is. It is simple, the animation is beautiful, the story is powerful, entertaining, exciting, sad like kind of funny like it's it is everything you want in a movie experience and it's 15 minutes long and it is some truly amazing animation and some just top tier storytelling i'm gonna and geek they, about that movie for the rest of my life
2: and cool. they do all of the storytelling with no words yeah well, wow and it's on so, youtube colin was watching it earlier right now actually yeah, a please copy. send us the link yeah, Sweet. it's really good. And like we watched it and then we just it's one of those it's one of those things where you watch and you just keep talking about it and talking about it. And you realize like when, when Colin had it on today, he noticed one more thing and pointed it cool. out to me that I hadn't noticed at first. So you guys are like in for a treat to watch those animated shorts. Awesome. They are really good. Um, There's the another
3: would, one. Oh, go oh, ahead. I'm, what were you gonna say? I was
2: going to say the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse is like adapted from um, a book. Oh, uh, right, and cool. so I think, to me, I like—I don't know—that I thought the animation was beautiful too, but I just thought the story was kind of lacking, and other sure. ones had beautiful animation and great stories. But right, awesome. Anyway,
4: I
3: also want to mention one more before we move on because I think it's important to give it some credit. Um, I don't remember. if I'm not going to say the, the whole title right, but it's the the ostrich told me that life
0: is a lie, and I think I'm believe I'm starting to believe it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: ostrich told me the the world is fake, and I think I believe him. I believe. it Yeah. So that
3: started. That was the first one that came up when we went and saw the shorts. Um, it started, and I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Somebody's flexing their claymation skills, <laughs> and then. It was like important for them to be doing it the way they were doing it. And the story was so, uh, man, I hate when people say this, but it's true. It's just so meta. And it was, uh, okay. Have you guys seen the movie network?
0: No, no. actually that's a huge, that's a big blind spot for me. So, Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm like going so hot right now on this podcast episode. Oh <laughs> my gosh, <laughs> you're fine.
4: Dude, <laughs> you're fine. You're like,
3: you are like the king of knowing movies and like you are, you, please give yourself a break. Um, the Thank Movie you. Network is this big, fat meta commentary. On, it's not like the biggest, most pretentious jerk of all time right now. Commentary on like media and consumerism and, you know, just, uh, it's It's awful, it's a mess, but it's really good and I feel like the ostrich short said almost as much as that movie did, cool, <laughs> and it did it in you know a tenth of the time or something
0: like that. It was awesome, really, really good, nice all right Sweet. i'm I'm like so like energized by y'all's enthusiasm for the shorts because. I have watched several in the, in the past several years, I think it was since we started doing, um, fiber film country, but this really makes me like, I'm going to go watch these. This is very cool. So dude, it's,
3: totally. it's worth your time. It's yeah. d- the, the shorts are really great when they're good. When the mm-hmm. shorts are good, they're good. And when they're mm-hmm. bad, they're not good. At yes. All. Yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> I have a category. There's a category coming up that I'm gonna kind of like tease to y'all that I do not think should be represented at the Academy Awards. Um okay. but all of these so far, I've never I've never thought like, oh, these shouldn't exist, but I have yeah. questioned like their inclusion in the Academy Awards and I don't anymore because of y'all. So thanks
2: for that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, um I hope you guys watch them and you'll have to let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. I-
0: Okay, so let's move to costume design. The big picture predicted that Elvis would win, and guys, Elvis won zero awards last night. I
2: didn't, I didn't realize that, but yeah. I'm okay with it.
0: Elvis, I yeah, know
2: for
1: real.
0: The Fablemans, Tar, and the Banshees of Inishairn won zero awards last night, and um, this award, costume design, went to Ruth Carter for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which, and she won for the first one uh when it was nominated in
2: oh wow
0: in several years ago i don't remember what year was it what what, what year was it
2: 18 Wait, did, she, did she really went for that
0: i think she did i'm gonna look it up i believe she did um
4: i
2: didn't see this black panther movie i kind of fell off the marvel train uh like two years ago and i feel bad but it's true no. i missed this one <laughs> yeah
0: olivia <laughs> and i um we i feel like we both kind of like after thor love and thunder we both were like we're going to get off the train for a little yeah. bit <laughs> so it just yeah. like
2: became quality or quantity over quality is what mm-hmm. it started to feel like so i'm quantum
3: realm over quality realm
2: exactly. oh
0: man don't get us started <laughs> on ant-man quantum mania oh, um no. olivia did she win for the first one
1: i haven't found it yet cuz see i thought I, the only reason why I doubt that, wait, hold on, I'm just reading an article where it says that she's the first black woman to win two awards, yes, she did win in 2019 for Black Panther, you were correct. I thought. So,
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, so, yep, thought Elvis was going to win, I think we all, we all thought Elvis was going to win. Except, no, you were, okay, you're in the, uh, Olivia, you're in the Babylon Hive.
1: I was, listen, listen, Babylon is one of those movies that, I think I said this to Isaac, I think I said this on the podcast before, Mm. I don't know if I can necessarily recommend it in, like, good conscience to, like, just anyone, but it's one of those movies that I have, like, repeatedly just, like, thought about. Like, Mm. it just, like, comes up in my mind a lot. Um, and, and it did, f- I don't know if it, like, I know it, like, technically bombed. I don't know if it, like, technically th- flew under the radar, but the costume design for that film was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I I loved it. I loved the costume design. I loved the, like, setup and everything. I just thought it was so good. And, but I didn't think it was going to win, it, like, and it didn't win anything, um, I thought Elvis was gonna win, so um, yeah. But I'm totally cool with Ruth Carter winning. Um, yeah. So
2: that's awesome. When so, you look you
0: know, at, sorry, go ahead, Shelby.
2: No, you go ahead. You go first.
0: I was just gonna mention, you know the the way if you look at all of the costume design nominees they're all really good i've heard just as a side note mrs harris goes to paris um is apparently a very pleasant movie like i've heard people describe it as the equivalent of like chicken noodle soup uh Uh like visually so it's like you put it on if you're you know just want something pleasant to watch that honestly that's what fantastic mr fox is for me um but if you look at all of it i would have Giving it to I, I, like I thought about Babylon and I was like if I was gonna give this award to someone and it was either gonna be Babylon or everything everywhere and then I kept thinking about it and I was like Black Panther Wakanda Forever is a good movie but it has a Chadwick Boseman shaped hole in the middle mm-hmm. of it that like you just you feel in every single scene like mm-hmm. the movie can't really escape his his uh missing presence and it's really sad. And Leticia Wright does the best she can, but it's just like it was intended for him, and his gra- gravitas to be like the center of the film. But when he, when I think about like the Atlanteans and the world that they created, and and let alone the um the makeup and the or the the costume of the Wakandans themselves, it is sure. really really impressive. Um, but but yeah, no, Olivia, I'm with you. I love Babylon and those, the costumes that they did for Babylon were really great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's great. I definitely am a part of the Babylon hive. Um, but you're, yeah, you make good points. Like there, there are so many things that go into the costume design for Wakanda forever. And and so, and and they're memorable too. So Mm -hmm. I think that's also important. Yeah.
2: I know that Babylon didn't win anything, but there were some pretty good jokes from Jimmy Kimmel about that. Yeah. Last night that were killing me. Like about like, what did, I don't even remember what he said. He was like, they know what it's like to bomb. I can't remember mm-hmm. what he yeah. said. Yeah. But like yeah. it was killing yeah. me. He was, he was pretty good. He was a good host. I think like, was this the first time they've had an actual host or like, did Chris Rock actually host the whole thing last year? Or did he just like, 'Cause I feel like it'd been a while since they had someone host the whole night through, right?
0: Right. Yeah,
4: I think he didn't COVID host. interrupted
0: it. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's what I thought. I liked having a host, so though. I thought Jimmy Kimmel did a really good job.
0: I believe Chris Rock was introducing best documentary when Will Smith slapped yeah. him. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it was. So yeah,
2: dude. what do you say? Like if anyone uh starts any violence tonight, you will be punished by um Winning. winning best actor award oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and getting to talk. And if any, <laughs> <minutes>.
0: <laughs> honestly, okay, uh, yeah, I think that's a great. I, I i wanted to like weave in our thoughts about the ceremony itself. I thought Kimmel did very good for the most part. There were only like several jokes I felt like didn't land really well, but he had this breezy sort of just, just a hint of cynicism and he just kept going. He just kept like just rattling off the jokes. Especially the jokes about how long <laughs> the ceremony yeah, was. That was his <laughs> favorite joke all night.
3: Yeah. Was he just he always he kept that going. I was a huge fan of of the Will Smith jokes. I'm on board uh-huh. for it, dude. Like I think it's funny that they owned it. I think it's funny that he like kind of owned the poor response last year. Um, I, I thought that. Oh, and at the very end, he like walks over and did you guys see this? He like changed it from yes zero to one on a chart of like oscar ceremonies without an incident that was really funny that was really funny funny. and when he said uh he said something about it was i think the same uh moment shelby was just talking about but he said if any of you feel uh confident enough to come up here and get jiggy with it
4: like yes "That (laughs) that is so
3: good oh my gosh i thought i thought that was so funny and
0: at the beginning when they were like uh uh when when they cut to his guy, Guillermo, he's like, Guillermo will mess you up. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, that's gosh.
2: Guillermo. Or what about Andrew Garfield? there? like, we got Spider-Man and he's just like cringing. That was yeah. so good. That <laughs> <laughs> was so funny. And, I was, yeah. oh, go ahead.
0: No, and well, in, in how he said, and if anyone does like get, get attacked, just do what you did last year. Just sit in your seat and watch it all happen. Don't do anything. <laughs> don't move. That was yeah. so good. So funny.
2: Yeah. I think he nailed it, and I think Jimmy Kimmel has, like, the perfect level of confidence for, like, even when he does, like, put out some stinkers. He's just, like, it doesn't affect him. He's Mm -hmm. just, like, he's just, he's going to keep on going at the same pace, so... Yeah. I thought that was fun. Between that and I know we'll talk about it in a second. It was so emotional. I feel like those first few yes. words they gave out, yeah. I was just like crying, yeah. crying, yes. crying. And then David Byrne came out with the hot dog <laughs> fingers for that song. And yes. I was like, yeah, I'm not emotional anymore because this is so stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. So anyway.
0: Um, okay. Y'all want to jump to makeup and hairstyling? Let's do it. Big picture. Predicted Elvis. Guess what? They were wrong. We were wrong. The we whale. We all line. wrong. Everybody was wrong. Um, did you guys I, see the whale?
1: I haven't seen it haven't yet. Seen have you
0: guys seen it?
2: Seen it? No. Yeah. Too sad. It too I've seen sad a bunch of
0: memes of when I think it's the big scene when he tells his wife, I want to know that I did something one thing right in my life. And he's like pointing his finger like this. But people have photoshopped a blunt into his hand. <laughs> with a lot of smoke um so
1: wait also i want you guys to know that as soon as isaac said that it was a blunt shelby and colin both reacted the same way by putting their mat their hand over their mouth <laughs> <laughs> it was like in unison <laughs> it was but that was pretty funny
2: <laughs> um, they're not even trained. in the same
3: room that's hilarious
2: that's our, so that's our funny.
3: activation code
4: i know y'all are married. We both, yeah
2: i know i am I didn't pick the whale because I felt like they got so much backlash for like yeah. not yep. choosing someone who was really that size.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, I, so I did not think, cause I feel like the Oscars are so political, uh, like in their choices. So I did, I really didn't think they were going to pick it. But here yeah. we are.
0: Yep. Here we are. And you know what he, oh, oh, and there was a, I don't know if it was at the end. I think it was at the end when they had the images of the different nominees on the screens behind them there's mm-hmm. an image of him trying to get out of the chair and it's just like it, it's like in a bunch of screenshots that people took of like of them accepting the award at the end and i was like oh man that's really kind of Ooh, uncouth I seen that yeah yet. yeah
2: so, i need to <laughs> be checking that out later yeah <laughs> see yeah, what you're exactly. talking about
0: um any other thoughts on makeup and hairstyling um we, we do have a section of like, you know, some other categories. We feel like there were snubs or what we think should have won um, that we're getting to. But yeah, I think I think that Black Panther should have won for this too, um, especially the Atlanteans, like the the way that they did the blue and all that stuff, I mm-hmm. thought was really impressive. So. Visual effects. Come on, big Jim.
3: Yeah. Jim, Jim Cameron. Now,
1: I I think I think that the people he works with call him Jim, like like as like you would give a nickname to some, like you we call Shelby Shelves, right? Or like and Isaac Ike,
3: Ike. we all call him Ike.
1: Ike, classic (laughs) Ike. Yeah, big Ike. That makes sense. Like
2: James Cameron is his formal name, right? Yeah,
1: it's his his professional name i only
3: ask because some i think jimmy kimmel called him jim and then somebody accepting i think the award for visual effects mm -hmm. referenced him and said james and then corrected themselves to jim Mm -hmm. which i thought was weird yeah Yeah. and then isaac just said jim so i was like man did i miss like the memo like are we not supposed (laughs) to call
0: him james anymore you didn't didn't get the memo I send it out to
1: everyone. So, that's awkward for me. I, I just call. hear
0: I just have heard people like on Twitter and then the big picture they call him Big Jim. So, that's big what Jim. I'm starting calling him. So, um
1: Yeah. And I've saw where like I've seen several of the actors who were in Avatar talk about him and referred to him as Jim. like Zoe Saldana called him Jim in, in several interviews. And so gotcha. cool. yeah. yeah.
4: Jim um, it is
0: yeah Avatar way of Water looked really good. It was very cool and and, like I kind of wanted it to be top Gun for a little bit, but then I remembered my experience watching Way of Water and then watching some of the behind the scenes and just really kind of remembering this this is like a legitimate technology that's like mm-hmm. people are gonna be standing on the, or or running where this movie as incredible as it is we'll look back in 10 years and realize that it was walking compared to like what other movies are going to be doing. So um, technology is like one of those like technological and craft categories. Yeah. Um, so, yeah,
3: it's so good. Uh, Shelves and I were talking about this last night. It's so good that you forget it's CGI and then mm-hmm. you go, Yeah, the movie was okay. Yep. And then exactly. you go, wait, like literally none of it was real. Like, yep. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you it That's how it's so good it's almost like setting itself up for like you, you better bring it with the actual story now, you know?
0: Yep. Yep. I sat next to a guy who was like very clearly like a blue collar worker, like came after work was kind of like, dirty like worked on a construction site very obviously and he was like giggling like watching the jellyfish like float right in front of him and he was like trying to touch it and he was like turned into i think his either his friend or his son next to him and he was just like this is so cool like and i was like this is like a true american like melting pot experience where like we're in a packed theater watching this movie that we all had a a sequel to this movie that we had a great time in like over a decade ago Mm -hmm. and we're just having like as equally a great time
2: can you just imagine, like, I'm sure the hearts of the people who, like, were on that visual effects team would explode to, like, see that guy watching that movie yeah. Oh, yeah. and yeah. experiencing it like that. Like, it's probably exactly, like, that would just make their whole job worth it to see someone mm-hmm. enjoying it like that. It's so cool.
0: Absolutely. And that's one thing I wanted to, you know, kind of touch on in this in this um, conversation was that I feel like this year they did a very good job of, of kind of... Really paying homage to like the the craft and like mm-hmm. that like editing is a craft, visual effects are a craft, and kind of in cinematography though, even though it didn't quite land, I think that what um, Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan were communicating with what Orson Welles did with the shot in the floor, and then um, Spike Lee with the dolly shot. Mm -hmm. like showing this is how you speak this language and and communicate with the camera um I thought that they I thought that they did a good job with that and kind of like communicated it and not like dumbed down terms but um in a celebratory way so and definitely with visual effects so
2: yeah that's a really good point it makes me excited to see what they'll do for like the 100th one like last night when they kept saying 95 I was just like oh my gosh five more years until it's Mm -hmm even bigger so i wonder if they'll do some more kind of like a like you know appreciation um when they hit the hundred but that was cool having that old camera cut out on mm-hmm. the floor and that was really neat yeah do
3: we should all go to the hundreds
1: i think we Ooh, should Let's that would be it. cool i, I
2: think, think we can really be cool. seat savers right don't they have seat fillers yes. for when people go to the bathroom how mm-hmm. do we get on that list how do I don't we do know, that but i think we could do it at that point i think
1: um, both of our respective movie ventures are going to be well known, and we'll mm. be we'll we'll probably be able to go as like um, ourselves ourselves we'll as reporters. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. so we'll pre yeah we'll be presenting. We bought a
0: theater. <laughs> we bought a theater.
1: <laughs> we'll be nominated for the fil- for the documentary, the short documentary that will actually be short called "We Bought a the Movie Theater."
2: I love it. I'm in. I'm yeah, so true in. to
0: Colin's vision, it's like three and a half minutes long. <laughs> it is a true short. It's like and I uh, did
2: not fall asleep, so it'll be fine. It's Should like Quibi,
0: agree? like <laughs>
1: dude. <laughs> you yeah. Remember Quibi? RIP. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm the one guy in the world who's like, finally, less than ten <laughs> minutes. Perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh! It can go vertical and sideways. Awesome. Yeah, I'm all about it. <laughs>
0: Production design. Speaking of craft, um, the big picture <laughs> predicted that Babylon would win this, and I did not think that that was going to happen. All I Quiet on the Western Front. Bone. The what?
2: I thought they were going to throw Babylon a bone. I thought they would just be like, "Here's one thing." But anyway, I guess <laughs> Olivia did too.
0: Yeah, I do, yeah. I do have some thoughts about like how much everyone else got shut out, except for All Quiet and Babylon. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll get there in a little bit. But what did you guys think about this? Is, so this is the first category that um, all quite on the in front won four. And this is the first category. Or I, I don't actually yes. don't remember which. Yeah, was this the no, first one that went in?
1: It was. Yeah. So it was the first one where they won and they won two. They only won two. No, that's not. I right. think they won Three. four. No, cinematography was the first one cinematography so we haven't gotten there yet on ours but that was the first one they won
0: so what do you guys think about all quiet and like war movies in the academy and war movies personally yeah
3: um not a huge fan right i think the last time i really really liked a war movie was um well, maybe it was the last time they had a war movie as best picture or a best picture nominee is uh, 1917. I thought it was really good. Um, what I don't like about war movies, All Quiet on the Western Front, sort of avoided it, And that's that there's like always this like um, level of like heroics that gets a little old. Right. And I think that the thing that All Quiet brings that's different is like there are no heroes. There is only sadness there is only like human on human destruction and that's all war can ever be. Right. Is this just like really sick, awful, um, sort of shortfall in the human experience. Right. And, and so I like that all quiet on the Western front goes there. Right. But um, as far as one more war movie, I have to watch this Oscar season. I was just super over it. Um, I also don't love watching people I don't like a, I don't like a super violent movie I think I may be aged out of that um <laughs> so I just uh not my favorite by a long shot this year mm-hmm. do appreciate why it's different from other war movies but yep. yeah
2: yeah I uh, am the same way it was like hard for me to watch I can't really handle like uh I don't have any kids yet or anything but when I turn like my late 20s, violence just like I can't do it anymore um and but then but then I guess I point to myself or point that points to like how good (laughs) some of the stuff they did was right because it was so hard to watch it looked so real Mm -hmm. um so I think they did a good job I I was surprised at the ending I I liked the way they did that it made me really sad and like Olivia said earlier about Babylon like I do I thought I was going to hate it but I think about it every day I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about all quiet on the western for every day since we watched it and um so I like that about it, but I was not blown away by the production design. I feel like all war movies always feel really set, set, setty to me. I don't yeah, know. Sure. I, mm-hmm. I guess because I, I, I don't know because it's so foreign. So I, I don't ever think, oh, this isn't a set, but um, I don't there know. Were, what do you guys think?
0: There were some, so like overall the movie, very effective, um, I I thought, and Jess Jess is very fascinated by World War II and in history in general. Um, it, and I know that was World War One, um, but but World War II is specifically what she's interested in. But the man, the 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 scenes with the violence were definitely like harrowing and not pleasant to watch, especially right at the end when it's like, yeah, we're just we have 15 minutes to more to fight. So we're going to send you all out there. And it's just like, it really made me think very uh, 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 like reevaluate. Like, should I just like be a pacifist? Like, (laughs) should I like, like uh, none of this is worth it for me. And like, so we had some great conversations out of it. It did look really good. Um, so I kind of get cinematography, um, But also we'll we'll get to that. That's a kind of like a loaded category we'll get to here in a little bit. So Olivia, did you see it?
1: Nope, because I hate war movies.
0: Oh, there you go. There
4: you go. But in the uh, yeah.
1: Don't watch this one. I here this is like my problem with war movies is they're all the same. Like like Colin and both like both you and uh you and Shelby were saying, like they all just kind of feel the same to me like 1917 was interesting because it was like basically just one long shot right and like that's what i i found interesting about that movie um and i have heard that this is different because it's like because yeah because it just it shows it's truly like the it's like so anti-war actually um which i loved the irony of and I think I saw this on Twitter, someone pointed out the irony of All Quiet on the Western Front and Top Gun Maverick being not both nominated for Best Picture, because one is so anti-war and one is just military propaganda, right? Um, I just, I hate war movies. I, I really do think I'm like truly a pacifist at heart. Um, I, I don't know if I would ever like cl- call myself that, but like I don't know. They're all the same after a while, or they feel like they're all the same which i guess you could say that about any like genre of movie. So i guess that's not necessarily fair for me to be like it's all the same. But i don't know. I just I hate I hate war, I hate conflict. Also becoming a therapist has made it really hard for me to like watch certain things and so anything that's like heavy, i just i can't I have to be in the right headspace to watch it. And totally. that's one of the reasons why i haven't watched The Well, The Well a whale. Um, sorry, a little Oklahoma arkansan came out just then. Um, <laughs> never
3: apologize for that. Southern yeah. accents are cool.
1: Thank you. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of movies that I really, really want to watch, but I just i don't have it in me emotionally to watch it most of the time. And so, this is one of those movies where I'm just like, I I'm gonna pass. I think. Yeah. We
2: we watched it with dubs so that I could be on my phone <laughs> while we we're watching it <laughs> yep. because I needed to be distracted because it's so yeah. heavy. But.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. Isaac, and- effective was the best word. Like yep. that's it's because it's it's kind of like um, and these movies are not as effective, but it's kind of like uh, Martin Scorsese movies like Goodfellas where it's like mm-hmm. if you're glorifying the characters in that movie, you're not getting the movie. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, or like Wolf of Wall Street. Like if you're glorifying the characters in those movies, like you're not getting it because it's all about how these people are destroying their souls. Right. And, and so this movie is, if you're watching this movie and you're like, Oh dude, that's so sick. Oh man. Like, like if you're like into the action of that action movie, you're fully missing the point, but I don't know how you could really even be like that. It's very on the nose, heavy handed with the war is not pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, but for like me, the, that meaning is not redeeming. It's absolutely. not enough for me to sit there and watch somebody choke to death and die in a puddle.
0: Right. Right. Oh Josh. my gosh. Like that the scene in the huge crater was yeah, just no. like Too like much. was tearing my soul out. And then the scene with their friend when they bring him soup, just like I was like, oh man. And and, and you really yeah. feel this sort of heaviness, like, this is my fellow man. Like every single person who dies in that movie, you feel this sort of like, this is my this is my brother, this is my sister, this is the, like I I have this bond to this person that's being severed and snapped in like a horrible horrible way, and like mm-hmm. but at the same time, I want to pivot when we talk about the Academy and like celebrating movies. This movie won, I believe, Best Picture, or was not at least nominated, like in the. Yeah like 50 years ago or 30 30 years ago or something like that another adaptation so it's like l- let's not th- f- sure this is a good movie this is effective let's let's like break new ground let's nominate everything everywhere all at once it occurred to me that this could win best picture because some people were predicting it like even going yeah. into the awards show so that's it's just that's- really fascinating thinking about it now
2: yeah. and that would have been so disappointing. That was, yeah. It, it
0: was would have just like, been like, seriously?
4: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: But I mean, A Star is Born has been remade like three, to- three or four oh, times. Sure. Yeah. And has but been it's nominated. not a war
0: movie, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah West Side I know. Story? West like Side Street Story is another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
1: So I think the Academy likes it out of like a remake, essentially. Um,
0: but to your point, like, war is bad. Like,
1: mm-hmm. s-
0: s- love Spielberg, but Spielberg did it and sam Mendes did it with
1: 1917
0: mm-hmm. and um i'm sure yeah i'm sure there are other ones i'm thinking of so or i can't think of so
1: yeah yeah now
3: that we've said how bad war is do you want to move on to the winner for sound <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> war is awesome guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
4: unless
2: unless they're all American hubs, then it's fine. Exactly. Right? So yeah, right. him, yeah. As long as there's
1: a scene where they're shirtless playing yeah. a sport in the sand, then it's okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Jimmy Kimmel's maybe Jimmy Kimmel's best joke was when he was talking about Tom Cruise being shirtless in that movie, and he said, El Ron Hubba Hubba. That
0: is very good. <laughs> <laughs> I i cracked up. I died laughing at that. And just goes what what are you laughing at and i was Uh, like i had to explain the l ron hubbard thing so
2: let me let me show you a little documentary called going clear yeah uh, oh my gosh yeah Yeah. man (laughs) Um, it is cool though i had never thought really until this conversation like the contrast of the two different war movies nominated mm -hmm. i I hadn't really like that hadn't resonated with me yet but it's fascinating the different lenses
0: Top Gun yeah. was the, uh, Colin, I see that you had, you kind of predicted that all quiet may win sound, but that you thought Top Gun should win. So we'll get it to you. So.
3: <laughs> no, no, don't cut me any breaks here, man. No. Uh, dude, top, top gun. I, this is, um, I feel like such a dork cause I'll sit there and I'll, I'll indulge in the conversation about how, you know, war is bad and, you know, mm-hmm the militarization of, you know, like that kind of like, I'll, I'll go there. Right. I'll get real, uh, cynical and skeptical and, and critical. Um, and then as soon as Top Gun comes on, I'm like, all right, everyone shut up. This movie is sick. <laughs> like, cause it kind of is right. And I, yeah. I, also I feel like a huge part of it. And they mentioned this, um, last night and I honestly thought, for a second, I thought they could have given it best picture just for this reason. But they mentioned this last night. It's like the movie that saved the movies. Yep, sure. Like that was yep. the I mean, you'd probably been to a movie theater before that. But that was like the first time I remember a packed theater. We weren't mm-hmm. sitting six feet apart. Nobody was still like nobody was wearing a mask. I mean, we were in Oregon and nobody was wearing a mask. And like it was like jets and like explosions and I was like eating popcorn and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm at the movies again. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it was that was the first time I remember being like moved to be a part of a movie experience since yep. Sort of since the the lockdown. I need Um, you
2: guys to know that we when Colin and I went my parents were in town and my dad is airport or an Air Force veteran. And so we were like, and they saw it, you know, when the first one came out and then but I need you guys to know that when Colin like picked all me and my parents up to get in the car. He just had the Top Gun theme song like on uh, Danger Zone. Sorry, on repeat, like the whole drive. We probably listened to
3: Danger Zone eight times before we got to the movie theater. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Amazing. And it was good every time. Every time.
0: Every single time it's a banger, yeah. Did your dad like Top Gun, Shelby?
2: Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. And my mom loved it because she's a boomer and it has Tom Cruise in it. So it's like a win all around. It's a win-win all around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it really, it really was. And, and, and again, we're building up to best picture, but like everything, everywhere, all at once, Top Gun and Avatar, the way of water were the three movies last year where I left feeling just like jubilation. And like, this is how, this is like, you know, not, not in terms of what I would rank it in terms of four out of five stars or whatever, but in terms of like that check the box in my Mm. soul of like what I want to feel when I leave a movie theater.
4: I feel
2: like it like goes back to the roots of escapism, right? Those Mm -hmm. three movies like take you fully into it. You're not, you're not like, man. When I fly my jet, I'm scared too. Like you're in a completely (laughs) different world, and like you can't. I mean, there are some parts of everything, everywhere, all at once that just make me weep. Like the mom and daughter stuff is is crazy, but um, so much of it is like in in the way of water. Like we can't. It's 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 like still relatable, but. It takes you out of your own head that you really Mm -hmm. get to like enjoy it and be a part of another world, which I think is why they make you feel that way, right? You Mm -hmm. leave and you're excited and you're like, this is what a movie is. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man. Here's here's the thing
2: about Top Gun,
1: (laughs) right? Like, so if anyone has ever had a conversation with me about like politics or the government or whatever, I was talking about I was complaining about The state government of oklahoma to isaac just before you guys got on actually um man i just i have so many issues with just the country and and the way that everything is right now but leaving i'm never more patriotic than (laughs) when the us is competing in international sports or when i watch top gun (laughs) <laughs> or when like, I go
3: to Target and Starbucks in one day.
1: Yes. That is also <laughs> s- the, one of the most American things I do. I go to the Starbucks in the Target.
3: Oh, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. the Chick fil A for lunch because it's in exactly. the parking Exactly. Because yeah. it's in the
1: parking lot. That's exactly how it is set up here. The Lord's in- Chicken. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I walked out of Top Gun and I was like, I am. I am proud to be an American. Let's yeah. mm-hmm. like, I was ready to like chant USA with my friends. And I went with, one of, I went with a group of friends and one of them is, a, he's in the national guard, like the air force reserve. And so, um. so he was like telling us like, he was telling us like why some of it was wrong. And I was like, so you didn't like it? And he goes, Oh no, I loved it. It was great. It was fantastic. Um, yeah.
3: Who said I didn't like it? I'll fight him. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why yeah. I
3: ought to <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's that movie that movie is
3: super awesome. It's mm-hmm. uh it's great.
0: Yeah. Original score. The best, uh, best picture or big picture predicted either Babylon or All Quiet on the Western Front, and it went to All Quiet on the Western Front. This is kind of where... This is the second, I believe, the second award they won. Um, and this is kind of where... Like, this is why I kind of... I was worried that this would slip in out of nowhere and that it would we would be revealed... Oh, yeah, no, the Academy is like they will appreciate everything everywhere all at once, but they're not going to actually vote for it. Yeah. Um, where they're still kind of stuck on, you know, on war movies. Um, and so I was kind of, I wasn't like nervous whenever I, whenever they won this, but I was hoping that San Lux would win this for everything everywhere all at once, because it's just a very unique, synthy, innovative Mm -hmm. soundtrack. Um, and, I don't know off the top of my head of uh, Justin Hurwitz's is one for Babylon, but the Babylon soundtrack is like, it's phenomenal. It's so good. So mm-hmm. great, great
2: category. I, I voted for all, or I marked my ballot all quiet. Cause I, I think it, well, we had watched women talking most recently, but uh, all quiet was when we watched before, like most recent to the awards, but the sound was chilling.
1: Yep. Like I mm-hmm.
2: thought it was so minimal and so, um, Gosh, this is so annoying to say, but, like, I just think it, it, like, really did a good job of representing, like, the hopelessness of uh, the whole movie. Like, Uh it was just kind of, like, awful and empty, and Mm -hmm. I think it was, like, the perfect, it was, like, the sound you're, I don't know, I'm not gonna say that. It was just, I thought it was perfect. I thought it was a perfect, uh, score even though it's really repetitive and i felt it was it's like a dirge like those
0: three notes yeah yeah
4: Yeah,
2: because like every time i feel like the oscars were really like making a meal out of using that sound because like (laughs) they kept using it like i don't know i heard it i think like five times and i and then it kind of that's when it also kind of hit home that it was very like the same the whole time but I still loved it I thought it was like haunting and yeah I don't know I was happy that it won I couldn't tell you anything about the Babylon and everything everywhere all at once but I did see those a really long time ago so maybe that's why I didn't remember
1: I I really like um Justin Herowitz because he did the score for La La Land as well Mm -hmm. and so I really like the score from that and so recently I was like, I'm just going to start listening to more f- film scores because I'm a nerd. And also it helps me whenever I'm like writing notes for work. Cause I can't listen to yeah. anything with lyrics. I do the same and thing, And so, yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to listen to the Babylon soundtrack. Cause I remember like really enjoying it when I watched the movie and I, and maybe this is a reason why I keep thinking about Babylon. I'm just, I just love the score. It's so cool. I also just really like that kind of music from that era of like the, the 20s and just kind of like the big bands and that kind of thing and and i think mm-hmm. it does represent that era so well Yep. um so that's why i was like i want that to win but um i also think it would have been cool for john williams to win because then he would have become the oldest yep. winner of an oscar yep uh, well, and he's the goat so i'm always is...
2: afraid i always think the oscars are going to give it to the person that will like make them Mm-hmm. like said be historic or something but i was kind of glad that they did not because i thought they would just be giving it to him that for is that the reason
0: right yeah. and th- yeah to that point shelby like that is the trade-off of this sort of award show where you know it's jubilation of like i think that i saw something where i believe this is the f- third time in in academy history where um where all the acting categories went to, or three of the acting categories went to one film in addition to Best Picture or something like that. And okay. oh wow. And so it's it's just really like this is truly an unprecedented slate of winners. Um, and I love that they were they just bought fully into it all the voters. Like this is kind of the direction and the tone that we want to set for the future um of this show. But at the same time, like you come out on the other side, and I watched The Fablemans literally the night before, uh, uh Saturday night before the Oscars aired, and I was just like wrapped. Um, it. I. I don't think it was. You know. I'm. I'm so happy that everything everywhere won, but um the Fablemans was like my probably my favorite Spielberg movie other than Jaws. Like it, it was just it, so good. It just was so powerful and like a really like just sensitive but propulsive and like, and like you watch it and you're like, this guy is so he's looking back at his life with such wisdom and in melancholy. And it really, really like struck me. And um, so for him to walk away with like nothing and it's like one of his top, at least five movies, I think it's as like, probably is you could make an argument that it's his best movie. And it's like, you didn't give him anything. You didn't get one thing, not even for music. Like that's kind of where I was like, maybe in this category, we could (laughs) have given it to John
2: Williams. (laughs) I know that's fair. I think, um, or I listened to some of the red carpet interviews. I'm sorry, champagne carpet interviews. And Uh, um, they were interviewing the guy who played young Steven Spielberg. And he was, he said, he asked him, he was like, is all this true? Did all this really happen? And Steven Spielberg was like, yes like so that's, he looked yeah. really stuck which i thought was so cool but um yeah that movie was amazing we saw that every year colin and i on our first state anniversary we go see a double feature uh in january and this oh, cool. year we saw babylon and the fablemans and so it's a good it was a good night for me what a
1: double feature that's yeah so awesome. it, was good. it was solid
2: yeah the fablemans nice. man i i feel like that is another it's a movie i want to rewatch. it feels like heartwarming um mm-hmm. Yeah, and I forget about all the stuff with his mom, but it's still.
3: Yeah, really good. yeah. Dude, the thing about the Fablemans, I went into that movie with my arms crossed, going like, "All right, we'll see." Like, yeah, yeah. you can tell <laughs> me about your life story. You seem very self-important right now, Steven Spielberg. Yep. But then I saw the movie, and I—I I mean, there's no reason why for two hours I should care about another family, and I did so much, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just like it like. uh I think it, like, kind of goes to show um, that Steven Spielberg's – man, I'm trying so hard not to sound pretentious – but Steven Spielberg's, like, voice in making a movie is what makes that movie so stinking good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. I mean, because that movie is just about growing up. And, I mean, how many times have you seen a movie that's, like, a coming-of-age story, and you're like, oh, that's pretty good, but I've seen that before – But once Steven Spielberg is involved, it's awesome. It's incredible. Like, that movie was so great. And then I started thinking, like, why was I ever giving Steven Spielberg such a hard time for making a movie about himself when I don't think I would ever give Stephen King a hard time about writing a book about himself? Mm -hmm. Like, this is how he tells stories. Why not tell your autobiography in the medium that you are the best at? And so... um, I walked out of that movie a huge uh, sort of uh, reanimated Spielberg geek. I was like watching documentaries about him and trying to watch as many Spielberg movies as I could after that. And it's just like undeniable that he is like movie magic personified. Like he is truly the
0: man.
2: Well, I think what's cool is that they showed us too, like how much he genuinely loves making movies Mm -hmm. like in in a way that's not
0: annoying. Yeah. Yes. He's not not
2: pretentious. He's like, this is so fun. Like, let's do this the coolest way. And like all like the shots of him, you know, doing stuff with his sisters and like all this, the practical effects they tried when they were little kids and fun stuff like that. Like, it makes me want to watch his movies with like new eyes as someone Mm -hmm. who just like genuinely has the time of his life doing like pretend i don't know it just was cool it was really cool
0: the scene the scene with the i forget her name but his girlfriend in the in the jesus like i was dying laughing it was so fu- it's like one of the funniest things i've seen in a movie in a long time
2: oh my gosh And oh the, my her goodness, friend yeah. tells her she's like have you have you met steven or whatever his name what is his name in the movie uh sammy. Remember? sammy Like, sammy he's he's a Jew. Like she says that she's in, like, are you really a Jew? And he's like,
0: from the day I was circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, It was
2: so good. Yeah. That was perfect. Yeah. That he, was perfect. he
0: was, he was really, really good. Um, yeah. okay. We've camped on an original score for quite a bit. Um, oh, original yeah. song, <laughs> not to not to was predicted to win. Um, Shelby, I love that you put, this is a life because that is a great, I love David Brown. I got big into Talking Heads a couple of years ago, um, and their performance is really good at the Oscars.
2: Yeah, they're great. Uh, they uh, that never mind. I was gonna never mind, but they're no, they're great. I I figured that would win because I thought that um, I I, didn't, I hadn't heard that much about. Uh, is it not to not to?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I hadn't heard that much about it. I wish I I I feel like looking at this list. I probably should have known that they were going to win but i'd only seen the trailer like twice and it was just totally out of my yep uh like kind of perspective i wasn't even wasn't even on my radar did you guys get to see funny? rrr Mm-mm. is it no. good
0: what were you gonna say olivia
2: no it's fine
1: go ahead
0: i was just asking if you guys saw rrr that's all I was no saying. i haven't seen it gotcha no
1: um, I was gonna say, I think it's funny that we were talking about how we thought the performance of "This Is a Life" was really good because my dad, like, as soon as it as soon as they finished the last note, he goes, "Well, that song sucked." I mom <laughs> did like, the
3: same thing. He she, hated it. My mom loves David Byrne and the Talking Heads, and uh, actually saw the Talking Heads on their "Stop Making Sense" tour, which is like oh a big wow. iconic '80s moment. Uh, so she is like huge on that and so when they started playing that i was like texting my mom you know thinking she was gonna be like wow this is so great he's so creative look at those hot dog fingers i know she hasn't seen that movie mm-hmm. um but then as soon as it was over she texted our family group chat and was like that was awful she was like there's one david Byrne song i don't ever you know care to hear again or whatever and i was like wow that's crazy yeah
0: so the movie version like is is so different and 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 beautiful and I don't know I, I would have just loved to be there with Son Lux and David Byrne like making that song and kind of doing other stuff on the movie so yeah but this is the category I really think should not exist um at the Academy Awards because not to not to, um comes at a point in RRR where it. <laughs> Guys, RRR is like a Marvel movie if you like if you smash it together with the sound of music. Because like music plays a really powerful role in the movie and their musical numbers. And Natu Natu is like so fun to watch in the like it's definitely worth watching just for that number, but it is part of the fabric of the movie. An original song has become which closing credits song is the best and I, it's really not it's it really doesn't have anything to do with the movie um yeah. other than getting a celebrity to, like rihanna to come play with all respect to rihanna mm-hmm.
1: well yeah but that's also You're thinking slated. about like yeah. all the james bond movies that i've had you know like billy uh eilish was nominated adele was nominated right I I agree with you. I feel like it has become like closing credit. And, and again, this is like no disrespect to, to any of those those performers because they're asked to do that for a reason, right? Like Lady Gaga was asked to do that song for Top Gun for a reason. But what's the point in having the, a song in a movie if it's going to be an original song, if it's not going to propel the, the story forward somehow? Um, so like I think what was it when Frozen was nominated in two thousand thirteen fourteen you know, let it go. I think it won, and it of course, it because it was a pivotal moment in the in the movie, right um, but I feel like you're right, it does feel what's the point in this category? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: would you now guys you think it, it
3: up, should... oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead no, oh, okay Do you guys I was gonna... think
2: it. Sh- do you guys do you guys think it should be at the Grammys do you think there should be any kind of recognition for like songs that debut in movies even as a credit song
0: I think at the Grammys it could be cool yeah
2: and I feel like they do
1: don't the Grammys do I don't know if they perform it or like show it like during the actual show but I think they do have a category for like best soundtrack but yeah, maybe maybe it would be better at at the Grammys because like last year, No Time to Die won. The year before, it was Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before that, it was uh, I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. Shallow won for 2018 from A Star Is Born, which makes sense. It's part of it, right? For that, it was Remember Me from Coco. Sorry, I just looked at this up and I'm just did right uh, now.
3: did Hard Out Here for a Pimp win from Hustle and Flow. Pretty sure 3-6 Mafia walked away with an Oscar.
1: No way. Nice. I think what that's true. That? Check like
3: 2005. Check check that era.
1: It did. It did that's win. So cool. it. 2005. Oh my
0: gosh. Bulletproof memory. Yeah.
2: Dude, you gotta take this guy to trivia. He's so good at that stuff.
0: <laughs> another another reason Uh, before we move on from original song, Applause. I think this was the first performance that they did from Tell It Like a Woman. Like what is that movie? Who no? Like, for did real. someone like pay someone fifty thousand dollars to like <laughs> perform this song? Like, let's just get rid of this category.
1: <laughs> Cara Delavine showed up and like I, like did the like announce the song, and I was like, oh, what has she been up to these days? I haven't seen her in a while, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, she's in this movie.
0: <laughs> oh, she is. Yeah, she's also been in rehab apparently.
2: Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was also in the second season better. of Only Murderers in the Building. So Oh, oh that's she true. And and she's hosting some Netflix or some streaming show about sexual ex- exploration around the world. Sexploration. I think it's on. Sex Exploration. Yeah. yeah. Sex.
1: Title yeah. of Your Sex Day.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Um
0: animated feature film.
2: I didn't watch these this year. I did really bad. I only saw half of Marcel the Shell and half of Turning Red. Did you fall it.
0: asleep in Marcel the Shell?
2: <laughs> no, no we a, were on a plane. Was on a, yeah, I was on a plane and we could never... We did never have the streaming service to finish it later. Oh, gotcha. It was, was really it. good,
3: though, what we did see. Yeah.
1: Cool. Marcel the Shell is the only one I actually saw, so I was like, I'm going to go with this. Um, I'm not surprised that uh, Pinocchio won, but... I haven't seen it. I also haven't seen Turning Red. And, and I haven't seen Puss in Boots, but I really, really want to watch it.
3: I've heard Puss in Boots is solid. Like, yeah. we went to a movie yep. theater the other day, and I said, hey, man, you, I was talking about like, the... Because I can't help but talk to people. And I was talking to the the guy who was tearing our ticket or whatever, or scanning our ticket off our phone. Uh, and I was saying, uh, you gonna go see a movie today? Don't you get to go see them for free? And he's like, yep, I am. And I said, what are you gonna go see? And he said, Puss in Boots. And I laughed in his face. And then... And then I found out that it's apparently very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> so joke is on me. And yeah. all apologies to that young man.
0: I, I haven't gotten to turning red yet. Um I didn't watch hardly any of these. Uh I didn't watch any of these, I don't think, actually. Um, but no, no, I watched I watched Pinocchio. Guys, Pinocchio got me. Got They really? Got me really good right at the end. Like what he says. I forget who says this. I think um, Jiminy Cricket says it. I think he says what happens happens and then we are gone. Like, and just how he ends up outliving Geppetto and Jiminy Cricket. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm about to cry. <laughs> like, oh, man. this oh, is gosh. really, really good. And I love that. I love that GDT got it because he's such a nice person. So, yeah.
2: Um, I think, Did you guys I, think?
0: I was gonna say i'll take this one this time i saw
3: uh that uh you know turning red was up and it's hard to beat disney uh but i also saw that gdt was up and i feel like this is like his era at the oscars right mm-hmm. like for the past few years if his name is on it it's gonna get uh, an award right mm-hmm. and i just feel like uh also i'd heard some really good stuff about it but for me, in animated, typically, like if it's Disney or you know Pixar, like unbeatable. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't touch it. Yeah. Uh, and this time, it it came down to GDT. Yeah. and I was surprised by that, but also not.
2: Well, doesn't that make it even weirder that Lightyear wasn't nominated?
3: Dude, that movie! Oh,
2: I forgot about that movie.
3: I thought that movie was so. I because I guess I went in with such low expectations. I love that movie. I thought it was really cool.
0: good. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I I haven't seen it. I've I've been kind of like I'm not anti animation, but I don't seek it out. Um, and I also, like I've been kind of telling myself, well, I have a kid now, and like in a couple of years they're gonna be watching. Actually, Sophie was watching part of Turning Red um, on Sunday. She would just like watch it, and then she would like keep playing on the on her mat. But cute. I'm like, I'll just watch them That's all so with cute. my kid here in a couple of years. If so.
3: you want yeah. her to get into movies like. Interstellar or Arrival or like good sci-fi, start her on Lightyear cuz okay. they actually try to make like a decent sci-fi movie and then they tried to make it for kids. Cool. It's solid.
0: Nice. nice. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out cuz I I feel like a lot of people have been really down on Lightyear and um and I I trust you Colin.
3: It's just, dude, it's just the Toy Story thing, right? Like, it's, yeah. been too, it's too many Toy Story movies. I get it I'm, and agree. And when they re- announced that, I was like, ah, uh, we don't need that. Like, you yeah. don't need to make that movie. Uh, and then I Shelby was out of town, and I was like, I have literally nothing to do. I'll watch this movie. And it was solid. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. We can move on. <laughs> the,
0: the last thing I was going to say about animated uh, feature film is there's a movie called Mad God that was made by a guy named Phil Tippett. Did you see it, Colin?
3: No, I saw it on your list yesterday and I was, I am interested in it.
0: Ma- big caveat. Mad God is like just technical craft masterwork that I really could not stand. Um, I have, I have a personal, like, you know, the um, fuck around, find out, like XY access. Mine is for movies. It's uh what matters and what happens and Mm -hmm. and it's uh and i kind of rate it in terms of you know like it can go either way so there's a lot of room for interpretation but like what happens in this movie and what matters um and mad god is nothing happens and nothing matters um but things are happening Mm. but nothing happens Like, there's no, there's no, like, concrete result. Um, But I just will, I've never seen anything like this movie. It is, like, this guy spent literally 30 years making it. He did a lot of the practical effects for, like, Empire Strikes Back and, like, a bunch of other famous, um, I think he did um, Escape from New York. Um, Anyway, I, like, there's there's a place to honor it, and I feel like it should have been recognized. Um, even though it just like was not for me at all. And but it's still an object of fascination, sort of. So mad god.
2: That's a cool perspective.
0: Yeah. Um, international feature, all quiet. Are we surprised? Nope. It's
2: always so funny when they do that. It's like, okay, I guess the one thing that one of the one international film nominated for best picture, I don't know what's gonna get it. Mm-hmm. So I don't
0: know. Did they do the uh, three notes whenever, like every time it won?
2: Every time, and that's when I started to be like, "Oh, <laughs> this was not, <laughs> this was not very dynamic."
0: Yeah, it's like, should we? Should we like? Re- get, actually, we're gonna give it to someone else. Like, um, yeah,
2: everybody who voted was like, "Wait a second, now, now I'm gonna change my mind."
0: Yep. um, I think that decision to leave should have been nominated for an international yeah. feature and i think it should have won
2: i didn't see that one it's good it's really? so good it's okay yeah it's, phenomenal. Okay. Yep. It yeah, it's really good i also i think
1: it should have been nominated for cinematography as well so. I, I
0: agree i agree totally i was gonna say that for cinematography but it, it really no point to save it until then
1: um oh sorry i forgot what no you're, good. To that you're good i think it should have been
0: i think it should have been nominated for best picture too
1: I, I agree with you.
0: But we'll, I do I will have I have some more thoughts about Best Picture whenever okay. we get there. So we'll get there. Um International Feature. Any other thoughts?
1: No.
0: Documentary feature. I saw Fire of Love and I just fell in love with it. I loved it so much. It was my second favorite movie, I think, from last year. Um watched it on my couch and was completely transfixed. Um Navalny ended up winning. Um really apparently like very powerful. His uh, His wife and his daughter accepted the award, I mm-hmm. believe. Is that correct? I
1: don't yes. know.
0: Yeah. I had
3: his
1: wife do like a little speech. Because mm-hmm. he was arrested, right? Yes. Oh, he's, he's the one who's right in now.
2: prison. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so it's
1: it, my understanding of it is like it's about this journalist who's trying to like report on Germany, Russia. I, I think, think it's
3: war. Russia Ukraine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the Russia
1: I mean. and Ukraine situation of war, war that's happening. Yeah. Uh and I think about he was how arrested. it's bad. How, how about how about war is bad? Yeah. Um and so I think he was arrested. And so his wife and I guess his daughter accepted it on his behalf. Yeah. So what is all the beauty and bloodshed? Both Colin and Shelby put that. So have you guys watched seen it? it okay. But
3: they I they showed trailers for it at our local theater here and it is a uh basically from what I understand from the trailer and somebody who has actually seen the movie is going to hear this and be like that guy has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> um but basically it's I think an like a famous artist um who starts to challenge this major pharmaceutical company that also supports the arts and I think has like wings in the Met and some major museums. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, it's, it's really risky for this artist to challenge that really okay. powerful family. Yeah. Uh, but they're it, to, to this artist responsible for that. she's, you know, saying that this family is responsible for, you know, mass opioid deaths and, okay. um, anyway it looked really good it it looked political and um that's that's really all you need to win that category as far as yeah i'm yeah. concerned and so see, yeah what were you gonna say I didn't,
2: I didn't see any of them either uh we just thought that would that was the one i'd heard about and yeah. um so i thought it might might win since i i fell so out of the loop on docs. so yeah yeah um
0: editing
3: I don't understand why Banshees was even nominated for this. I
0: don't, I don't feel either. like that was a particularly yeah. or well-edited well movie. We're Yeah, we're getting down to the point where I'm like, oh, I actually have a little bit like some more thoughts about the actual nominees and kind of yeah. some things that were snubbed. Honestly, I think that the Fablemans should have been nominated instead of Banshees because there were some really, really great moments of editing. I'm thinking of like the part in the Fablemans when – their family is falling apart and he sees himself recording it in the mirror even though he and he's like he's just saying like i view my whole childhood now like through as if i was like making a movie and that's like a curse basically so it's just like really amazing and then when they're driving like so many great editing moments i was like this is good this is so good i was just not nominated so but everything everywhere all at once is all editing. So like yeah. <laughs> very deserving uh win to Paul Rogers, who people are like thirsting after. They're like, Paul Rogers, that editor is hot. So
2: What didn't he say that was his second film? Yeah. I think he said that last night when he was accepting his award, only a second he, film to edit. Yes. Yes. How yes.
3: mad do you think the rest of that auditorium was when he was like, guys, this is only my second movie? He was a little <laughs> bit flippant, but like very chill. So I was
0: like, Yeah, okay, I respect it. So yeah. Um he did not do I thought I thought for sure maybe he worked on Swiss Army Man with the Daniels, but he didn't. his first film was something else. um I can't remember I think oh, he worked no. on you cannot kill David Ar- Arquette that uh, documentary
1: yes, that was oh. I yes cool yeah he did work on that and that is the only other like like feature all yeah. of the other ones have been. Uh, vi- music videos oh so he worked with the Daniels on their music video for Little John and DJ Snakes turned down for what
3: a no so, um, another yeah. piece of American cinema that we all know right.
1: right so um, yeah he also worked on the music video for My Song 5 which is a Haim song with Asap Ferg oh cool yeah so
0: yeah um shelby you had top gun winning this one
2: yeah i just thought i don't know i mean i after i after everything everywhere all at once won, i was like yeah that makes sense but i don't know i just (laughs) thought all the all the practical effects they did in top gun i mean and all those guys were like i mean they were really flying in a lot of it right they were just Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not in the pilot seat and i thought to make it look like they were all i don't know i thought i thought that Thought they were yeah. a contender, but not yeah. surprised that they not surprised that everything ever all at once. One instead, because you're right, that whole movie is editing. Yeah, yeah, Deser-
0: yeah. deserving nomination for sure mm-hmm. for Top Gun. Um, yeah, cinematography, best picture predicted. All quiet. Um, I thought Elvis was gonna win it, and uh, as we discussed, I think decision to leave should have been nominated and honestly should have won it Mm -hmm. except I I do think Nope could have also, I think should have secured a nomination, but I think decision to leave was the best looking movie that I saw last year and I was watching it on TV. So yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Speaking of Nope, I feel like Nope should have gotten at least one nomination. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Sound design sound at least. Yeah. Something it, yeah. It is crazy to me that uh Jordan Poole hasn't not Jordan Poole. That's a basketball player. Jordan Peel, <laughs> sorry. Um sorry, it's March, basketball is on my mind. Uh, Jordan Peel hasn't had anything nominated since get out. Mm, yep. Like us should have been nominated like I will die on the hill that Pizza should have been nominated for acting. Uh, If not one, but whatever. Anyway, I'm not going to sit on that soapbox for very long. So I
0: think I think you're right. And you know what? You know, who shares your opinion is Academy CEO Bill Kramer, because he said that in an interview recently, he said that was a huge mistake on the Academy for not recognizing Lupita for us.
2: Hmm. Well, I never saw us. Is it as scary
1: as it looks?
0: It's a little creepy.
1: It's a little creepy. I saw. It. Actually, Isaac and I went to go see it together. We weren't able to sit by each other because the theater was so full. Hmm. Um. But it was it was really good. And I don't I don't do scary. I don't do horror like that. That's not not for me. But I I had no trouble falling asleep that night. And okay. so
2: it was. It's good.
0: it's more heady than it is scary.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
2: Okay. So. Good to know. Maybe I'll watch it. I really liked Nope, and I really liked Get Out, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, maybe we'll give it a shot. All yeah. right.
0: Um, I wanted to talk about Tar too because Tar was also nominated and looked really good. Um, how 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 do y'all feel knowing that it didn't win anything? Todd Field didn't win anything. Kate Blanchett would have made her three time winner, I believe.
2: Nice. Man. She was so good in that. That yeah, movie sure. was that awesome. I love that movie. That was my pick overall. I, I mm-hmm. loved like um them kinda changing the power structure, right? Of like men and women. And even though like obviously it's still terrible to see a woman use her power, you know, like that to manipulate people, like it was just Fascinating to know that, like, we live in a world now where movies like that aren't just made about men. Mm. So, I don't know if that's a win for women or it's just like a loss for all of humanity. Feminism. (laughs) Let's use our power for evil. Yeah. um, (laughs) Happy movements month, everyone. (laughs) But I don't know. I just think there, I hope everyone gives me a little grace when i say that because i'm not saying it was okay but i do think it is just definitely something to think about that like things have changed so much where it's like a believable story for a woman to have that sure. kind of be in that kind of situation uh but i i thought it was great like it was beautiful i mean they also kind of made me a lot of that really great shot last night like last night too they kept showing this really beautiful shot from tar like the one underneath of her mm-hmm. uh uh-huh.
4: banging headbanging
2: acting and it was beautiful yeah. and I don't know. I That movie's that movie. awesome.
3: That movie was awesome. Start to finish. Uh, yeah. Again, Shelby was out of town and I went to the movies by myself, uh, which is one of my favorite things to do. And uh, yes, I exactly. saw Tar by myself. And I remember thinking like this movie, the, the, the stuff I've seen looks really good. Um, but it also, I feel like it came out at a, at a time where I was like, "This is technically award season, but I don't know if this is going to make a run or not." Yeah. Then mm-hmm. I saw it, and I I knew Kate Blanchett was going to make a run. That's what I had heard the most. But I was like, "I wonder if this is going to be one of those movies that, you know, it's up for like kind of like the whale, right? Like good mm-hmm. movie. Apparently, I haven't seen it, but apparently good movie. And but it wasn't up for Best Picture, but Brendan Fraser was. And so yeah. I was like, maybe that's how this one will go with Kate Blanchett. And then I saw it and I was, um, I uh, dude, that was, uh, like Isaac was saying earlier, that was one of those movies that like, I left the theater and I was like, dude, I freaking love movies. Like I yes. think are the best. And like, I just, I thought it was so thoughtful start to finish. I think everything in that movie means something. Mm-hmm. And I, one of my biggest pet peeves is when and I say that and, and people go like, well, people spend millions of dollars on these things. Of course, they need something. But you know when you've seen a movie and you're like, that didn't need to be in there. That seems a little thoughtless. Um, this, There wasn't like a single thoughtless second. This one and Banshees, uh, which given the opportunity I will go off on, and Fablements were my three favorite this year. And to see all of them go for zero was was painful. Um, especially this one and um and we'll get to it later but also the
0: uh actress award yeah you do not start without me i am the clock like all that like the opening five 15 minutes in the interview and then whenever she roasts that student at juilliard is just like but it's it's so like just after that scene at juilliard because that's like i think one shot i'm yeah it is Uh uh-huh I looked over at Jess and I'll, and we, we both shared this look like that was one of the most amazing things we've ever seen. Like just in terms of how someone was performing it. And then also mm-hmm. like, I like you, you like people. And I went into it cause there was this discourse around like, well, TAR is about cancel culture and like, it's about the left trying to blah, blah. And like, it's none of, it's like none of that. And all of that at the yeah. same time. And yeah. That whole thing when she's like, well, clearly the architect of your soul is social media if you care so much about. And it's like, man, I know people like that who like think that way. And I kind Mm -hmm. of agree with her. And it's it was just so good. It's so good. I think I I think if people say that
3: that's pro or I'm sorry, anti cancel culture, then they're like kind of missing it. I think it's all I mean, I think it's a win at the end of the movie. And I I mean, no spoilers, but I think that final moment of her. yes you know, doing what she's yeah. having to do at that point. I think that is success for society. I think that's a win. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's like, Oh, poor Lydia tar. She was canceled. I think mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, like if you have power and you act up prepare to like eat dirt, dude, like yeah, you're, yeah. you're going down, like no matter how talented or special you are. Gain my favorite,
2: My favorite part in that movie is when she's like, they're selling the apartment next to her and they like knock on the door and they're like hey we heard you and she's like oh yeah you heard me we playing and they're like could you keep it down <laughs> 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 like, just her self-importance just yeah. like being ripped away from her was um was cool I thought that the whole first like part of that movie I was like what did I get myself into this is the most pretentious thing I've ever seen and then I was like oh it's supposed to be this way like this yeah. is like the perspective of 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 uh What's her name? Is there is it Linda? Linda Tar? Is, <laughs> no, yeah, or something? But yeah, it's Linda, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't don't they call her Linda when she goes back home? Her brother's mm-hmm. like
1: Yes. Yeah. Hey Linda.
2: I mean Lydia. No, I yeah. loved it. That was yeah. so good.
1: I I also saw this movie by myself, and the whole time I was like, This is this is incredible. I love everything that's happening. And I, I wish it was one of those movies that I got to see in a like a full crowd, like a full theater. Uh there was maybe there were more people than I was expecting, but there were probably like no more than like eight of us in the theater, I think. Um, But I was just like, wow, I wish I could have like shared this with someone because no one I knew here at least had seen it. And so I was just like, man, I can't even talk about this with anyone. And one of my friends finally told me she watched it because it's now streaming. I think on
4: Peacock. Panamount, Peacock. Or Peacock, yeah.
1: Peacock. Yeah. So it's not streaming. So one of my friends watched it and she goes, Dude, our girl, Kate, she brought it. She -hmm. was so good. It was. She was, I don't even know how I feel about the movie, but I think I loved it. And I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's exactly, I think, the feeling you get after you watch it and you're just sitting there. It's one of those movies where I sat in the car afterwards and I was just like, wow, that's... To quote Harry Styles, that is a movie. It feels like a movie. This feels
0: like a movie. You texted me like... All caps tar. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah. I immediately texted Isaac. So I was like, I gotta and I was like "Tar, I gotta see it." So,
0: um, anyway, writing adapted screenplay went to Sari Polly for Women Talking. Um, I saw Women Talking on Sunday, uh, Sunday morning, because I had to feed Sophie, and um, and Sophie wasn't talking; she was sleeping. But what did you guys think about uh, Women Talking? That's a perfect Sunday morning movie.
3: It, feels, it felt, feels like a Sunday morning kind of. I don't know what that even means, but it feels like it's got Sunday morning energy. Yeah, is it feels it,
2: like church a little bit. I can see it, that. Is yeah. it easy like Sunday morning? Yeah, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> quite. <laughs> not quite. Not um, quite. Olivia, did you see it?
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. It oh, wasn't girl. like showing anywhere around here, so I haven't Apparently seen it. Apparently it's on it.
0: Prime now. I had it's no idea.
2: It, it might not be on Prime. I think it was like only until the Oscars. Yeah. Um, but you should check check it out but it was it was good yeah we watched it Saturday night and um at first I was a little like oh it's kind of on the nose but then Mm -hmm. as the movie um progresses it's I loved it I um I picked this one to win for adapted screenplay I just think it was I don't know maybe it's it it just like Olivia I'm excited to hear your perspective on it later when you watch it because it's like just like stirs a lot in you and yeah I really liked what Sarah Polly said she she said like it's an example of democracy and like choosing Mm -hmm. you know not everybody wanting the same exact thing but being able to choose something that moves moves them forward Mm -hmm. and uh it was it was really cool and the one part that was weird is like Colin and I were talking and I think Frances McDormand only is in that movie to give it like to lift it up a little bit. Like I think sure. um, I think they needed like some eyes on it. And she was like, I'll I'll do this to like kind of put it on the radar because she's in the movie for a total of like 60 seconds.
1: Yeah,
3: so. yep. she really is only in the movie for uh, realistically five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's right.
1: I well, it's funny that you say that because my mom was like, my mom was like, of course this movie won. Has Frances McDormand ever been in a movie that didn't win? (laughs) Which like is, and she didn't mean that. Like she meant that as like a compliment to Frances McDormand. She, I mean, she loves her, and like, I mean, who doesn't? And but I didn't know she was only in the movie for like five minutes. Um, that's really interesting to me that she was she was only in it briefly.
2: Yeah, I think I think she was, and I have no idea. I might be just a complete idiot, but it felt like they were <laughs> like, "Who can we get to help us, like give this some kind of like like put it on people's radar?" Oh, and of course, if you put Francis McDormand in it, and like who is like a woman and is like a powerful, powerful mm-hmm. woman that plays only roles of powerful women, and um, but yeah, I I thought it was overall it was really good. The ending was perfect, I thought, and um. I thought most of the acting was really good. And I love movies when they feel like a play. You ever watch a movie and you're like, this is a play. This would be Mm -hmm. a really good play. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's what that one felt like. Really minimal, um, like set. And uh, yeah, it was good. Isaac, what'd you think? You watched it while you're feeding your baby.
0: Um, It was, it was good. And I think it was, um, I, I felt underwhelmed, not because of the movie itself, because I thought the movie itself was very well done. But my two my two big critiques of women talking is like I don't think it looks good. I think the color grading, and 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 I understand that that's like an intentional decision, but like it's still, it's like you can have, you can make intentional decisions and it not work, and that's how I felt about how the movie looked. So
4: yeah, um, fair yeah. point.
0: Yeah, um, ending was really powerful. I think like I honestly think, and we haven't gotten there yet, but. Jamie Lee Curtis was she won for um, as a legacy kind of award. Um, I don't think she should have been nominated. Uh, I think Stephanie Sue should have won. But I think Rooney Mara should have been nominated for her performance in Women Talking. Um, Whatever she's doing this very because Claire Foy is like. Claire was doing her thing she's yelling she's like at first I was like oh she's like the standout and then I kept watching Rudy Mara's performance and I realized what she's doing in this compassionate sort of introspective performance is really really difficult to do and she's like one of the only actresses that can do something quiet and kind mm-hmm. of propulsive like that at the same time yeah, so it's like
2: yeah. quiet leadership quiet is mm-hmm. like the perfect word yeah she did like understated i don't know she did yeah. a great job
0: yeah, absolutely
3: there's a uh there's like an old clint eastwood quote about acting i think and i could be making this up i've just heard it uh somebody google it fact check me but it's like uh it's not what you do when you're acting it's what you don't do that really mm-hmm. like tells the story and so i feel like maybe that's what you're talking about there isaac is like yeah. rooney is like kind of like purposefully uh holding back a little bit she's like tr- but like mm-hmm. her character too right like she's trying so hard to like contain every emotion she's probably feeling so yeah uh, yeah dude I, I i agree with you i think she was awesome and she should have been nominated yeah so um
0: writing original screenplay everything everywhere all at once uh big picture predicted it Almost all, I think all of us had it, Colin, you were hoping that Banshees would win. Do you want to wax eloquent about, uh, about Banshees for a little bit? Uh, We're leading up to best picture.
3: Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. Um, so, uh, a little bit about me, a little background on me used to be a TV reporter. Had to do a lot of uh, story writing, not in the same way that these movies are stories, but I had to write a story every day for like five years. So uh, I did a lot of studying on how to write stories and and how like the best people in the world do it. And um, one of this one of these theories that I I love a lot is that like all stories, like every single story, can be boiled down into three words. And I feel like this one is so easily boiled down into three words that you would think that they couldn't fill two hours with it, but they do. And it's awesome. Start to finish. And there's so much more than those three words being said the whole time, but they never stray from the three word plot. And so it is simple. It's complex. It is funny. It's sad. It is awesome. That movie is damn near perfect. It's mm-hmm. really great. Um, so that is me waxing poetic about Banshees. I think, you know, everywhere uh, should have gotten it for sure. I think I, I wrote it down as my my winner. That movie is insane. And to write that movie uh, is crazy. Like, I cannot imagine doing that. Um, but I just wanted to see Banshees walk away with something. And I felt like that story was so good and so simple mm-hmm. um, that it deserves
2: it. What would your three words be to describe banshees?
3: Uh, friends break up, or like two friends break up. If mm-hmm. break up is one word, I don't really. Man
2: know. ends friendship. Donkey or... eats
4: finger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And man, I and we're we're getting up to actor here in a little bit, but man, I wanted Colin to win it so badly because. Mm-hmm. i i wanted to hug him so bad <laughs> like, i was just like so sad it was so, and sad. it made me really like you he really is doing something where you feel so so much compassion for him um and well yeah
1: and the whole cast in that movie is is yep. phenomenal Everybody's like good. it Colin, you're right it is damn near a perfect movie like it is it's so good and yeah it, it you feel the whole like spectrum of emotion as you're watching the movie. Like you laugh at parts cause it's funny, but man, it breaks your heart and it breaks your heart multiple times. And it's, it really is such a great movie. Everyone needs to watch it.
0: Yep. Just don't ask me to put my donkey outside when I'm sad. <laughs>
1: <Aww>. <laughs> it was so sweet. Yeah. And then Jenny came to the Oscars last night. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. I saw a headline today that said like, no that wasn't the same donkey I like come on that was just man. some donkey published like
1: why <laughs> why would you do that like just let me believe that let it was the same believe. donkey yeah Can I believe in something please yeah
2: I think for a second Colin do you think there's any chance Colin Farrell thought it was the real one because he like waved hi to it like he, was like, yeah. he was
0: he, like he did what y'all did he was like <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, he was, yeah, he was like acting like he recognized it, and I, and I was like, "Wait, that's not, that can't be it." But yeah, that was yeah. cute, still cute.
0: All right, we're coming down to the wire. Um, if I'm moving too fast, just tell me, tell me to shut up. Uh, <laughs> actor in a supporting role. This was, um, yeah, Ki he, he won it. This was the first major award um, of the night. Mm-hmm. And guys, I saw Everything Everywhere all at once, twice in theaters. And the first time I was like, but both times I was weeping. And the first time I was weeping because of Kihi Kwan. And the second time I was weeping because of Stephanie Sue and Michelle uh, Yo. And I just like him watching his acceptance speech made me start crying again yeah. because oh,
2: totally there's yeah. this
0: sort of like, um, there's this sort of like kind masculinity that has been struggling to like emerge into, I think, uh, um, American culture. I was I was about to say mm-hmm. popular culture, but it, I think it's American culture is like men are trying to find themselves. And I think He, he Kwan is like, is that. And, and so like, I, th- I think that's one reason I like feel so seen whenever I watch everything everywhere all at once. Um, but also like just knowing what it's, like his story and how he didn't have any work before and after everything everywhere. And now he will have work for the rest of his life. And like, mm-hmm. and just like what that movie means to me and like all, all that stuff. I was just like, I'm just so happy he won it. He's, he was just really good.
1: And he's just so gracious. Like, mm-hmm. th- that's... And he... This is not the... This is the... Not the first, like, award he's won during the award circuit. But he's just been so excited to just be there. Like, just to, to sh- be asked to show up and everything. And it's just been really, really sweet to see someone who's been burned so badly from Hollywood just, like, still have his, like, spirit about him. Because my spirit would have been broken. I would... I could never actually go to hollywood and do this one because i'm a terrible actor two um they would they would say something about my body image or my about me as a person and it would break me it would immediately break me and so the fact that he's just so just uh, this radiant ray of sunshine all the time uh i'm sure he's probably like done a lot of his own therapy i hope he's done a lot of his own therapy because. There's no way this guy's just like so pure all the time and optimistic without it, but he's just he's just been so sweet and so endearing. Yeah, it was such
2: like a oh, go ahead, Olivia. No, I was gonna say
1: just seeing him with like Spielberg and Harrison Ford like reuniting with them throughout like these this award circuit has been really really sweet too. So go ahead, Shelby.
2: I was just going to say, like, I think pure is a really, like, perfect word to describe it. Like, he was so genuinely happy, and, like, none of that felt like a performance. None of his yeah. acceptance felt like a performance. And um, Isaac, I think that's really cool, talking about, like, that that kind of masculinity that, like, does exist, and it should be encouraged, and it's sad that it's not, um, because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody who was watching that cried because it was just like, Oh, it was so beautiful. I think when you witness something like that, you're just like your heartstrings definitely get, get pulled Mm -hmm.
0: on. Yep. Yeah. So Kiki Kwan, we love him. We love him so much. Actress in a supporting role went to Jamie Lee Curtis and it kind of, we've, Discuss a little that a little bit. Um, do you guys have any anything you'd like to add? Um Carrie Condon, we haven't mentioned her yet. Man, she was so good <laughs> in Banshees. She um, was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna say anything new or profound, but I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's great. I've loved her forever. Stephanie Sue, though, I think I think she should have won because her character was more important to the the movie. Like Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis's character was important, I guess, but Stephanie Sue, who has relatively like little work, body of work compared to Jamie Lee Curtis, I mean, was incredible. the The speech, or like the the interaction, the scene between um her and Michelle Yeoh when they're like in the parking lot, and her like that. It just it just gets me every time. I also I watched this movie with my mom for the first like the first time I watched it, I watched it with my mom. and like we're both just like crying and and we have never had like a a bad or tumultuous relationship. We've always had a really good relationship, but it just like made me appreciate my relationship with my mom so much more. And so, and I think Stephanie Sue's character like uh performance in this movie helped me with that like. She was just so good. Anyway, that's I that's all I'm gonna say on that. So
2: Oh, it's really cool. I love it. I it's so cool to being able to see yourself in a movie or mm-hmm. or see or make you appreciate your life is that's the coolest. I love it. I think they did yeah. a great job. Yeah. I started boo hooing uh when they just showed the clip of that last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Colin looked over yeah. at me and I was like, she's like, like <laughs> losing it. Um but yeah, it's such a it's so cool them her what did she what is the line she says she says um nothing matters or what is it, what is it she's like we can do
1: i could be anywhere in the world right now but the place where i want to be the most or something is is right here with you
4: mhm mm-hmm.
1: um and the it's rules. yeah it's so sweet and I, I mean i don't understand that like from a mother's perspective cuz i'm not a mom and i probably won't be but just like knowing that there's so much weight behind that and and knowing how, how hard it is for sometimes for parents to engage with their children. Um, And knowing that like, that's really at the core, what I think most parents would, would say is like they want to be with their children. They just don't know how. And I think that that's, I'm speaking just from like what I've heard from my friends whose whose parents are immigrants like that is really hard for them is is getting their parents to to say something like that so like vulnerable and sweet and endearing but also kind of heart it's like heartbreaking because they don't I I think a lot of parents don't know how to verbalize those things to their their children.
0: Um. Still happy for Jamie Lee Curtis, but yeah, Stephanie Sue should have won it.
1: Yeah.
0: Actor in the leading role. Mama, these these sandworms are coming to get me. Uh, y'all know, <laughs> I, I saw a bunch of really funny tweets about how, uh, like, Austin Butler's, <laughs> Butler has been fired from Dune Part 2 for speaking in Elvis.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: you guys
2: think, like, I don't remember what his voice sounded like before, but, like, he's definitely still doing it, right? Yeah, he's
1: still yeah. doing it. I don't remember him sounding like that. Although, I don't know if I ever actually saw anything he was in. I don't know if I heard him speak before this.
3: He was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's the Tex character at the end who has the gun, but that's also Southern cowboy talk. So like, yeah, I'm the devil. Of, yeah. Yeah. I'm the devil. <laughs> what does he say back to him? He's says like, no,
0: dumber than that. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like, no, nah, something dumber than that. Like, Rex. Because <laughs> he's
3: because Brad Pitt's high. Man, I love yes. that. That's a, great, that's a great movie and a great scene. Uh, but that's, yeah, I'm with you, Olivia. I don't remember. It seems like every time I've looked that up, like what did he sound like before? I get like a clip from some Disney show or something yeah. where he's like 10 and I'm like, well, that's not a fair comparison. And then, you know, I, or I find the one that he's Tex in that movie. And I'm like, well, that's not really a fair representation. So I can't tell he's definitely doing Elvis voice. I just can't tell what it was like before that.
0: Yeah. Really? Like Dave Bautista was interviewed and they were like, does, does Austin Butler sound like, like someone legitimately asked him, like, does Austin Butler sound like Elvis in Dune part two? And he's like, no, who told, no, why do people think
4: that? Of course
3: we think that he hasn't (laughs) stopped talking like that for a year. Yeah. It's insane.
1: yeah I heard him last night and he was talk. he talked just the same in Elvis like as he did in Elvis and I was yeah. like bro let it go yeah, oh mama really I gotta go I gotta
0: go kill Paul Atreides <laughs> 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 he also got really jacked to play to play uh Fade Routha, I believe is the character he's playing, and someone retweeted the article. It was like, "How jack do you need to be to fight Timothy Shelley?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brutal. Man. Um man. okay, so I think Colin Shelby you guys had Brendan Fraser, I had Colin Farrell, Olivia you had Colin Barrel and brendan Brent fraser but you thought austin butler should have won
1: uh, no 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 no, no, no. Let, no i did not think he was he should have won i think he was going to win
0: oh gotcha,
4: i wanted gotcha. colin
1: and Brennan. i wanted it to gotcha. go to either one of them i did not want austin to win and he'll, he'll i mean
0: he's such a great actor that he's gonna win um I I think Elvis is a pretty bad movie, even for like what it was trying to to do. And I think he's really good. I'm really surprised there weren't any Tom Hanks jokes about oh, yeah, the right. snow job. I will do the snow job. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that I was, accent like, was so weird.
2: Did you guys like fake learn like Colin and I did after that? That's not even what that guy's voice sounded like even a really? little bit. They <laughs> yeah. had a southern accent
1: no why did they why do they do that i this I and this is why i don't like biopics very much because then i like learn that it's like completely not at all true like uh jared leto's character in house of gucci first of all looked nothing like that and didn't talk like that and it's just like why why would you guys do that
3: that movie I fly is so like a
0: pigeon
3: <laughs> it's very rare that i'll turn a movie off especially on an airplane i was on an airplane when i watched that like where you're kind of trapped anyway you're like i might as well be watching turned it off that movie is so bad
0: anyway i love at the beginning of the movie you don't have to wait long for the part with i forget the name of the guy um but he's like no you don't understand it like zooms in on he's like he's white and then it zooms in on tom hanks and he's like he's he's white and then it zooms in on another guy (laughs) it's so funny
1: and that became a whole bit on Twitter, yeah. too. Yeah.
2: So Jimmy Kimmel made one joke that I know of about Tom Hanks and Austin Butler, and it was about them, like, writing letters back and forth on a typewriter, like, in character. Oh, yeah. And and he was like, you know, that really just goes to show how silly all of this is. And I was like, <laughs> thank really you. Yeah. Like, we are all, like, just going to, I was going to just die if he was like, how beautiful. And it's like, you're just plain pretend. B- yeah. Before you go play pretend, I don't
0: yeah. know Brendan Fraser's um acceptance speech was a little scattered. It people speculate that he didn't think he was gonna win. That probably yeah. he thought that Austin Butler was gonna win, which I think is really interesting. Really happy for him. Um, apparently, like Hequan and Michelle Yeoh and all these other people who won tonight, like are just a good person, and it's really yeah. refreshing to see that at the Oscars. So.
1: And he's another one. Sorry, go ahead, Shelby. I was gonna say he's another one who who just was out of Hollywood for a really long time, like yep. which is crazy because he was in like every movie in the like the late nineties and early two thousands, and then he just disappeared. And it's because he got—I mean, he got blacklisted, and so I. I'm really excited for him, and he does seem like a like a genuinely good guy. Like I obviously, I know that like I can't really say that about anyone in Hollywood, but I I want to believe that he's like actually a good guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: Why did he get blacklisted? What happened?
1: There was something with the Golden Globes, I think. Um, He was
0: he was like apparently he was abused by someone who was a powerful member of the Golden Globes and. And then that led to him being blacklisted from a bunch of projects for like 10 years or something like that.
1: Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. So which then goes to show like, yeah, no one no one who is a victim of abuse can speak out because they're you're gonna your life will be ruined. Yep. Even more than it already has been. No. Mm-hmm.
0: So. But congrats to Brendan Fraser. It's great. Well deserved. So um actress in a leading role big picture predicted Michelle Yeoh would win this um Colin Shelby all wanted Kate to win it because she is the clock we do <laughs> not start without her um pretty amazing yeah Michelle Yeoh was uh the first the first Asian woman to win mm-hmm. an award is so cool pretty
2: so cool love it I, I love that I think have I a I I like really go back to that word pure that Olivia used earlier like I feel like all of those huge winners it was all it was nobody I wanted to roll my eyes at. Yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah, this, this is cool. I want this for them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um Isaac sent me this on Instagram and I think I posted it to my sto- I did post it to my story. It was a video of Michelle Yeoh's mom back in mm-hmm. Malaysia. Yeah. Seeing her, seeing Michelle win. And it was just so sweet. And like, it's wild. To, this, and this, this is one of the reasons why so many people kind of hate the Oscars is that like, it's wild to me that this is only the second woman of color to win this category. And the last yep. person to win was Halle Berry. And, and it, it was, was like almost years 20 ago. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I don't think that this was like a political. When I think that Michelle Yeoh was like very much well-deserved and she'd been doing really well on the award circuit as well. um, But yeah, this is just, it's wild to me that we're 95 years into this thing and there's only been two women of color to win this category.
0: I had some coworkers this morning when I told them that I watched the ceremony, they were like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into like those pretentious people just like patting each other on the back. And I was like, mm -hmm. Believe it or not, that's not at all what it was this year. It was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I do want to say, as much as I thought Kate Blanchett, like earned an Oscar in her performance, I'm so okay with Michelle Yeoh winning. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you can. I feel like I can want one, but be very okay and very cool. like I like Olivia said, like it's definitely not like a political win. Like Michelle Yeoh did a great job. And, yeah, and totally also deserves that.
1: Yeah, and I I put down online Michelle Yeoh slash Kate blanchett because I I really could see it going either way. Like, yeah, I mean, I said I said this earlier. Like, Kate brought it; she was so good, and like she was she was so convincing that I think that people thought Lydia Tar was a real person. Uh, yeah, it was good, <laughs> real. And so, like, that became a whole thing. Also, it was really funny watching. Um, or like being on Twitter last night as as the Oscars were going because people were like, Lydia Tar has has come out on the stage and slapped Jimmy Kimmel or whatever. Like just like <laughs> they were just making jokes about like how Lydia Tar would have been in the, like if she was real. And so that was just I just love that that has become this this ongoing joke on Twitter. Um, but it's because Kate Blanchett is so good. And she's such a great actress. Like she really, really is. Mm-hmm. And so I think I I, I wanted Michelle Yeoh to win. But I'm I like yeah, it would have been one of those things where if like Kate wanted to be like, yeah, she deserves that too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. But you know, we would have heard a really pretentious acceptance speech, probably. Sure. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: She, she would have been in character as as Tar. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That would have been, been amazing, actually.
0: Directing and best picture. Let's do them together since they're they're so closely related. Um there I did hear some pretty interesting stats about like like, um, you know, predictors. If you're nominated for best picture but not nominated for director and that kind of thing, the Daniels won for Everything Everywhere All At Once and best picture um, was also given to Everything Everywhere All At Once. And um, yeah, it's a uh, the the big picture is with you guys. Or no, no, no they they predicted that to- or they thought that Todd Field should win. Colin Shelby, you guys thought that Stephen. Did you guys think that it would go to Spielberg?
3: I honestly did. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. I I knew that if it didn't go to him it would go to Daniels, but I and I kind of you know could see like a reality where Daniels would win cuz I I had a feeling everything everywhere was going to sweep. But I thought for sure like if Fablemans is going to win anything, it's I thought it was either going to win Best directing, and then Mm -hmm. everything everywhere would sweep everything else, and they would give it to him as kind of a lifetime achievement, or it would be one of those years where everything everywhere wins everything except best picture, Uh, yeah. And it's like all of a sudden, you know, best picture is some out of left field. Why didn't it win anything else? Kind of pick, Uh, which I feel like has happened in the past. You know, it'll be so true. uh, Yep. What I mean was, did Grand Budapest? It won like a it seemed like a lot of awards one year. Yes. I don't think it got best picture. I think something else did, but it felt like one of those, I thought that was maybe going to happen where it would either be Steven Spielberg will get best director as this like lifetime achievement thing. Um, you know, getting an award for being a director about a movie about becoming a director um, right. yeah. or everything everywhere would get everything. And um, then Fablemans might win. Uh, but Anyway, neither of those two things happen. Um, I'm just I'm more surprised that Steven Spielberg didn't win the for the for the directing uh,
0: award. Yep, and it goes it just goes to show, as we were discussing earlier, it is really strange that it just dominated. Like Return of the King got eleven in two thousand three, and then Slumdog Millionaire got eight in two thousand eight. And everything everywhere all at once got seven. Like that's how that's how dominating it was. It was it is just crazy. And like Spielberg and Todd Field and um not yeah, like like they didn't win anything. It was crazy. Banshees didn't win anything. Um, and so I you know, I look back, there's a discourse kind of about well, is everything everywhere all at once gonna age badly now that it's um got all this like reputation now. And I really don't think so because the other thing about this, this slate of movies is like Top Gun, everything everywhere and Avatar are going to like really, I genuinely believe this inspire like a next generation of filmmakers who see these movies when they're like 13 and 14 and 15 and be like, I want to make movies. Like I want to do mm-hmm. something like that. And I think it's everything everywhere is just going to continue to age beautifully because it is like transcendent and yeah in that way so anyway
3: i i know i just went on a rip about the directing thing but i do have one more thing and that's that um i feel like this whole oscars run was kind of like this is like representative of like the hollywood that people want and that like i think hollywood Mm -hmm. wants to be great which is more diversity in uh nominations, more diversity in winners. Uh and then, you know, Brendan Frazier, the, the men that did win are like guys that are kind of comebacks or people that aren't just total dirtbags. bags. are not like, just uh, like think,
2: the not like Disney Prince, handsome, like, like somebody yeah. somebody
3: said it earlier that um that, oh, I mean, Shelves, it might've been you. There was no one on stage last night that you're like rolling your eyes at and going like, yeah. Yeah, this guy again, right? Like, um, so I think everything, everywhere, all at once is, is best picture in that world, right? Where, um, okay, a couple of, or a few years, I guess now, um, you know, when Birdman won, I think a lot of people saw that and they were like, this is not like a classic Hollywood, big, like beautiful movie, movie but it was the most like envelope pushing movie, maybe the most like uh, it was definitely uh, the most interesting uh, story and the most like, like uh, interesting cinematography. And I feel like everywhere, everything or everything everywhere all at once does that where it's like, it is definitely the most envelope pushing of all those movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is the most different. And it's going to be the one that like, pushes movies into another like like Isaac was just saying like that's the one that people are going to look back on and go oh that's when things got different yeah and so I feel like this whole season was just this is like the flip into the next generation of what the Oscars and what Hollywood is going to be
0: yeah absolutely and and I feel like um you know as as awards go just going back to like the show itself before we wrap up Last year, I like missed our church small group in order to watch the show and was regretting it. And then around that time, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> and I was like, wait, oh my gosh, that just happened. And then, like, but then after that, it's like, it is bad for the Academy that that happened. And it's bad that the show was so bad. And it's bad that, like, it got even fewer viewers than it did from the year before. Um, and so I was just like, well, they have nowhere to go, but up from here. And I feel like this was overall, like ultimately extremely meaningful because of the everything everywhere, all at once discourse, uh, or not discourse, but, um, the fanfare surrounding it and the wins now that it has. So I think this, yeah, I think this was, this was a great, great, uh, ceremony. So Yeah.
2: Yep. I felt very, very kind. Kind is yes. the word I like. It felt like uh, yeah. wholesome. felt like a wholesome wholesome night, which sometimes it's gross. And like you said last year, it couldn't really have gotten any worse. Yep. Um, yeah, I liked it. It was a good use of time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it did feel wholesome. Yeah, you were cheering for everyone who won. Like you were excited that they won. Um, even if you didn't necessarily like like you wanted maybe someone else to win you weren't upset that they won i think yeah shelby and Colin, you guys know that and also like i think going back to like kind of what we were talking about top gun and like avatar and you know the fablemans like these movies and like are i think are inspiring and they're just pure and they they're fun and they're good and it's these are why we love movies and, and i'm just grateful that i i really feel like this was a good year for movies um and i think it's pivotal and i think like this was important because we're going back to hopefully we're moving in a direction of like movies for the like for actually making movies and not just like let's just turn out another franchise movie and just make some money and be called a day or like reboot something for the 15th time because people kind of like those characters. Um so I think it's it's better for all of us when we have these like new creative stories or we maybe we do a sequel to a movie that hasn't been out and that came out a decade or 3 decades ago, but it was worth the wait.
0: Mhm. Yep. Keep so. keep telling yeah, keep telling the story for sure.
1: That's all I got.
0: That's all she wrote. Um, want to hear from Colin and Shelby and you, Olivia, if you, there are anything else, but do y'all, did y'all catch the uh, Robert Blake joke?
2: Dude, yes, and I was like, it took me a second to remember who that was, and <laughs> I, and then I was like, oh my gosh, that was like the raciest joke I felt like he had all night, and he just like put it in right. And in his and head. I think
0: I think people understood it. I just laughed because I watched Lost Highway last year, like just a couple months ago, and he is so scary in that movie, and in in the fact that he was just such a controversial figure, and they were like just we're gonna vote on whether he gets included in the memoriam (laughs) like was such a dark joke but it
2: was so funny and like part of me like once i want it to be true that like they cut that from the script or something and he he just just did it anyway yeah because it was really edgy but um i thought it was pretty good and he just moved on really quickly um but what about um cocaine bear making an appearance oh yeah, yeah. We, I,
0: we should have mentioned that at the top <laughs> how did
2: how did we not how talk about what that a great celebrity I, came in. I adore elizabeth Banks, and i loved her whole shtick up there uh with and she
0: was brothers. like sick or something and she was yeah. like no i'm she giving this award i love yeah. she's so great i love her so much
2: <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun yeah. someone
0: someone said cocaine bear there at the oscars looked better than cocaine bear in the movie. <laughs> I thought that was really funny.
2: <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Did you guys see it?
0: We did. No, we we did, did an episode on it. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. my gosh. I need to listen. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. will ask you for your thoughts. I'll have to go back and listen to and your right. thoughts. Um, cool. Yeah. I almost, I was going to go see the other day. I was going to see either Cocaine Bear or uh, this old movie by Billy Wilder called Double Indignant or something.
3: Indignity? yeah
2: Yeah, sorry i never get it right i didn't even get it right when i I went to the box office and i said i'm here to see and then he said it for me and i said yeah that's the one but uh, i chose i chose to billy wilder and maybe i should have seen cocaine bear i don't know but
0: cocaine bear is fun it's a dumb fun time time.
2: yeah that's what i love so
0: yeah well guys colin shelby thank you so much for joining us yeah Um, thanks guys And we'll we'll do this again soon. Definitely next year. Um, I do hope I think this year the broadcast was three hours and 45 minutes up from last year. And I really hope it's shorter next year.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was long
0: i
3: order. Yeah, but hey, guys, thank you so much for having us on. Uh, yeah. You're, you're thanking us for coming on. We are so happy to join this podcast literally anytime you want. You guys are the yeah. best. And we Sweet. love talking about movies. And we especially love talking about movies with you guys. So Aww.
0: anytime you want us, we'll be here. All love right, it.
1: Good. We'll have you guys on sometime later this year.
0: Sweet. All right. We will talk to you guys later. Uh, th- yes. Thank you both for joining us. Please remember if you're listening, if you made it all the way, this is our longest episode in a long time. So thank you. Long time. Long time. Uh, we can get pretty excited about movies. If you can't tell, please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Our artwork is by Macy Lumis. Our theme music is by Corden jocks. He has new music coming out soon. They're both little rock artists. Check them out. Um, and then our next episode is going to be facing the giants the christian movie you did you did not hear that wrong it's gonna be facing the giants um and boy are we gonna have a time so hope you tune in we're gonna face those giants you you (laughs) better believe it yeah
2: oh my gosh i forgot that movie existed i can't wait to hear you guys share your takes
0: (laughs) oh it's gonna be good it's gonna be good okay oh man thank you and hope you have a great night